We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Post-game live. Knicks lose in thrilling fashion, 114-110. James Harden drops 61 on the squad at MSG. He wanted his MSG moment, and I guess he got it. But, hey, man, listen, the Knicks fought until the end. What more could you ask for? Crazy ending to the game. We've seen Fizdale get tossed out. Uh, shocked in a full moment by the Rockets. Looked like P.J. Tucker better on the Knicks tonight. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was a crazy game, man. Welcome to the show. Salute to everybody. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My man, Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. We got Schwinny in the house, posting and toasting zone. Schwinny, how you feeling tonight, man? What, what was your takeaways from tonight's game, bro? Oh, that's just all positive. <laughs> 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 Oof, it was rough, man. It was rough. Uh, another, a lot of positives to take away from that. A lot of... Not actually, not even a lot of negatives, just some puzzling choices, which I'm sure we'll get to. So, so you you wanted to talk about, um, I mean, where do you want to start with this, man? Go ahead, man. Uh, let's start with positives, though. Let's, like, All right. let's, let's start with the positives. All right, so what were your positive takeaways? Let's, take get, those, let's, get, let's get those out the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yo, uh, career, right? Like, that, you had to start there. Yeah. He, uh, he, was, he was great. He was fantastic. He had 31. He had 31, 10. Three assists, uh, but like the thirty-one points, it was like he had on, he had, he was on eighteen shots, and he just I don't know he was like um, I don't know I just thought he played it under control I thought he I don't know I, I like look he always isos right but it's yeah. like I thought he was getting his isos within kind of the flow of things for the most part yeah. when he had those bad possessions they were like when he did his like stupid isozo thing right there's right like isozo and there's that like. The good yeah. ISO was there for those for most of the night. See, see, like after him and Timmy got into it, he uh, he kind of settled into his own a little bit. After yeah. after Timmy called him out for being a ball hog, go figure. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> on that play, like that's like that was not an easy pass to make, and mm. like 
I think what happened is Hardaway needed to slow down because you watched it. They showed the replay afterwards. I, I even said it like when I watched it at first, I, I didn't think he made the wrong play because mm-hmm. I thought it was a really hard pass to make because Hardaway was so far up the floor that basically the defender was already between him and Trier. So Trier would have to throw like a, a perfect lob running full speed. And like, yeah, like he's a lot of things, but he's not Jason Kidd. Like he's not making that <laughs> yeah. pass. It's tough pass. He's not making that pass. So I was fine with that, and I just and I was also fine with like Tim being mad because they came out of the timeout. It was like you know it was over. It wasn't whatever. Like we've all been there, man. We've all I assume we've all played ball enough to know that like Never. sometimes you just get mad about stuff. <laughs> you know, like two seconds later you're like, all right, whatever, bro. Let's keep playing now. So I, I I didn't I think it was fine. That that just happens when you play ball. But yeah, no, Trier was awesome tonight. He was really really awesome tonight. Like genuinely awesome tonight. Give, give credit where credit is due. I so definitely uh, had a nice bounce back game. Jay Ellis, we saw uh, the impact of, of Frank once again as soon as Moutier went out the game, starting in that second, you know, that late first, early second quarter. Uh, Frank came in and was able to do some good things on both ends of the floor. Uh, once Money Mitch came in, the two of them on the defensive end really got after it and kind of kept us in the game, man. Um, he, took, he takes him out in the fourth quarter. Late in the fourth, about four minutes ago, he goes back to the Moutier effect. Uh, what, what did you think about the coaching moves down the stretch, man? Oh, man. Um, curious to say the least. Like, I, I commend Fizz, and I also kind of scratch my head a little bit because it seems like that group, the Fizz kids, I call them. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks, Matt B. Thanks. I'm, I'm back. I am back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been going for a minute, bro. You've been going for a minute, man. Yeah, it don't seem like that it was that long, but I guess it was that long. <laughs> yeah, you missed two shows, Jay Ellis. You you've been missing a lot of time oh, yeah, on the post game t- show. You got t shirt graphics now? Damn, I got you got new. Oh graphics. yeah, yeah. The merch the merch is open. Shout out everybody in the chat first and foremost. The merch is open. But um yeah, man, to to your takeaways at to the end of the game. What what do you think about it? Oh man, okay. So um basically what was I saying again? I was talking about. Uh, like you love David Fizda, and you want to, you know, you want to marry him. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do actually love David Fizda, but I'm taken, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but what, what what I was basically saying was that, uh, you know, for you know, Frank had it, had it going as the oh, point right. guard. Um, Fizda right. takes him out, goes back to Moody down the stretch. What did you think about those moves down there? Oh, I guess I guess really what it, what it was defensively, it seemed like the Fizz Kids second unit really gave uh, the Knicks the punch they needed to get back in this game. They they, they clawed back, got them down to two. Fizzdale ride it, rolled them out, and then took out Frank and entered uh entered uh Tim Hardaway Jr. and Moody. And I understand why he puts Moody in sometimes because he's the closer and he's been closing, but he hasn't really closed in a long time. So it's like okay, but then you you you. It's not a coincidence that once they came out, all of a sudden, like Hart, uh, Hart and seems to get what he wants out. So it's like I wish um, he found time to get Frank back in at the end, because um, Frank had a pretty good floor game overall. I feel yeah. like his shot. I feel like shoot. I feel like he was scared to shoot this game though. I don't know if it was it me. I feel like he was scared to shoot this game, but overall, we needed some ball movement, and he was able to provide us with that. So. Yeah. He he couldn't he he couldn't hit anything tonight. Let's be honest, yeah, he couldn't hit anything. Um, yeah, and he, every he couldn't he couldn't he didn't even honestly some of his misses were like like they were they're like you know misses were they're like last game I think he had three or four misses that I was like oh man that 
they just went in and out. Like, you know, if you keep shooting like that, yeah, you, you know, they're, 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 today he was like legit hitting side rim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he so, always looks like he's aiming his shots. He always looks like he's aiming his shots. He has no confidence in his jumper whatsoever. Yeah. Well, you can you can tell real quick when he has because like you can there's like a like a half second difference between when yes. he just shoots it and then when he like you could see today he he would have this he had space but he would take that like extra half second to kind of like make sure he had the space yeah, yeah. and and it was just I don't know it was yeah it didn't bad. look good didn't, didn't you can look good. definitely like, tell you can yeah definitely tell like as opposed to last game. I felt like when he was missing the shots, he, he he wasn't scared to make. He wasn't scared to take those shots last game, even though he was missing it. Yeah. As opposed to the day where it looked like he was aiming. Like, yeah, he always looks like he's aiming those shots, man. But um, anyway, you know, listen, I, I thought the defense was all right. I, I thought his defense was okay on, on James Harden. Listen, James Harden dropped 61. Nobody was going to stop him. You, you know what I'm saying? Bruce Bowen, Scottie Pippen, nobody was going to stop this dude tonight. He, he wanted his garden moment, and, and sadly, we, we gave it to him. Ends up stealing the inbounds play on the last on the uh, not in not the inbounds, but they end up ripping Vonley, who I thought was doing a little bit too much on that play, and uh, ends up sealing the game with that dunk. So, yeah, Harden is just a beast, man. Sixty-one and fifteen tonight, uh, unreal, man, uh, unreal. But far and away the MVP of the league. I, I don't know. I was telling you guys earlier today. I I never seen anybody drop a sixty piece that effortlessly. I, I don't I do, know, man. I do feel like the the refs kind of spotted him twenty in the first quarter. Oh, he abuses them. He <laughs> abuses them. Yo, Harden, oh Harden God. plays oh like Harden I, plays I like the dude in two K that you want to quit on because he just knows every single nook and cranny of the game to cheat with. But like, I I can't I can't even rationally discuss Harden, Harden because like, yo, there are just fouls he gets that are make no sense. They're make no even, sense. Like, no, he no had a sense. foul today. He drove into Knox, elbowed him in the face. Yeah. And he got the line. And Breen is sitting there like, oh, he's so crafty. He's so good. <laughs> Breen, Breen was gushing. Breen was gushing. Oh so I'm not, From I'm the not, opening tip-off, Breen was between, open off of Harden, bro. Between oh. him and Clyde tonight, that was the worst telecast. Ever. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the worst. Like, they, I, don't under, they, I, don't I don't know what. I have no fucking clue what telecast the Rockets are on. I think they're on, like, Fox Sports. Yeah. I don't, I don't oh, know. Shit. South like Texas or whatever. The hell it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, like they could have been on that, and they would have like they like whoever I, Rockets fans would have known the difference. That was like the most ridiculous. It was uh, an old. It was an old to I, Harden, man. It was an old to I'm, Harden. I'm, I'm embarrassed. Man. Like I, there were so many points in that game where I was like, oh, maybe I'll just mute this and put on music. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll just put on right. Spotify. See what's going on. It was no. It was, but it was so bad. Like it was. I, I think that was actually more frustrating to me than Harden tonight, which is amazing because yeah. no player frustrates me more than James Harden to watch. That that like, was Mike Green was man. on something tonight. Like what was that? He had that thing with Trier where he was like, "Oh, I think his toe might have been on the line." It's like, no, dude. Yeah, that was pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah, like whose like, side are you on, buddy? Yeah, oh, Jesus, what was man. That? Yeah. that was crazy. That was. Yeah, I, I, I like. I would like if we just move away from the Harden discussion. Yes, discussion because those two tonight combined to make me. More it was angry. rough, man. Maybe anything else. It was. It was rough. <laughs> that was a you know, You gotta grow, Jay. How about this? All right, I'll talk about some more good on this. All right, the lineups. Right. Okay. The who didn't play was a big 
was a big deal. Bro, I totally forgot they didn't play Cantor. I totally they play, forgot. They didn't play Cantor. They didn't play Mario. He yeah. had like a really short nine-person lineup, and he really stuck to that lineup. And Yeah. yeah and you know Cantor is somewhere tweeting and deleting something because you know Scott Perry told him he can't tweet no more after that. Yo, it wasn't until I saw like a picture of somebody, uh, Mike Vorkanoff from The Athletic posted, like Cantor's just standing off on the side at the team huddle. Because he didn't play. I was like, oh, shit. I said, I forgot. And Cannon did I, not I was play. Like, I, was like, I was like, yo, let him stand out of the stadium. I don't Crazy, care. man. Crazy. I don't like, I look, he's an awesome guy off the court. Respect all that stuff. But, like, this isn't about that. This yeah. isn't about that. It's just about basketball. And, like, like, I don't like, okay, whatever. We can sit here. We'll talk about Fizdale more. We'll talk about you know, whoever, like, the players, and yeah. the decision, everything. But, like, you can't tell me that. Like, not playing Cantor was not some, you know, I saw, like, Howard Beck tweeting for the game, acting like, oh, the Knicks are committing some crime. Him and Steve Popper were acting like the Knicks committed some crime. For what? Not playing Cantor tonight. It's like, bro, Cantor is just a minus player. I'm just, I don't know, like, if, I, I would love, I tweeted this out earlier, but, like, I would love to get paid to talk about basketball, to be knowledgeable <laughs> about basketball, and then to tweet out some bullshit like that, that, like, the Knicks – you know, are still some dysfunctional organization. Not for, like, any, like, you know, maybe if he had been like, yo, they're dysfunctional because they're not starting Frank. They're right. Legit, legitimate yeah, reasons. Like some things, like, legitimate whatever. reasons. But, like, your reason can't be, well, they're not playing Ennis Cantor against the, the Houston Rockets at the five. Like, nah, that's nah. probably the most smart thing. We, we needed more defense. We didn't need his offense tonight. We needed yeah. more defense. Like in this in this millennium, that's one of the smarter decisions the Knicks have made. Factuals, factuals. All right. So with that being said, shout out to everybody in the chat once again, wherever you guys are watching from. Uh, shout out to everybody on YouTube. YouTube chat is going in with their opinions. Robert Rodriguez, yeah. Paul Quick, Anthony Parasol, CP the artist in here, Ace Beds. What's going on? Shells Heavy. What's going on? Um, JLs, what you got in your chats? Oh man, yo! Uh, shout out to my chat man in here. Heavy. Uh, Emma King was good. B from Jersey. They call me Tack. Tack, what's, what's going people? on? Matt B, what up? Uh, yeah, man. Chick George, Kendall Baquero. I saw my guy. I saw my guy Craig in here. Craig Williams be messing me heavy. What up? Thanks Richard Rowe. Podcast, yeah, man. Lee Lee Phillips. Anyway, anybody new in the chat, hit us with a hashtag new so we can shout you guys out. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button for your boys on the stream. And uh, subscribe to the channel, man. Knicks Fan TV. Nick of Time yeah. Show. You can check out Schwinny on Twitter. You can check him out on Posting and Toasting. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we got the full full lineup in here. So let's go to the phones. Julian wants to get in. He wants to talk about Trey and Fizz. Julian, how you feeling, bro? I'm feeling yeah, I'm a little heartbroken. You know, the cardiac Knicks. Cardi- cardiac yeah. Knicks, man. You know how it goes, man. Uh, tonight... But before I get into like anything rational, mm-hmm. can we just talk about Keith Smart and like what on earth was he doing giving <laughs> Noah Vonley the ball? He, he wasn't ready. Ah! He wasn't ready for the spotlight, man. Keith Smart wasn't prepared. Seriously, like your your young rookie is going for a thirty bomb already, and and you he has the chance to close out the game and gain a meaningful experience, whether he makes the game winning shot or not. So I don't understand why he's not the first person you give the ball to. You, you can set like multiple actions to get him the ball. So 
so there's so, no like, reason I, why Alonzo Trevino shouldn't be on the last possession. So, so go on, ahead, that go ahead. Play, on that play, though, I think I think they were actually trying to get Trevino the ball. Yeah, I think so too. And they were just switching everything to make <laughs> sure. sure I'm, yeah, I get, I get that. But like, like I'll tell you what my bigger problem with that. My bigger problem with that play is why is Moutier inbounding the ball? The guy has seven turnovers. So you have your most turnover-prone player, the guy who's been throwing whack yeah. passes yeah. and just dribbling off his foot and dribbling into he, the he, he really shouldn't have been in the game, the period. Ball James Harden. Right, the game that, but then, and then the pass that Moutier threw, like, okay, fine, you have to give it to Vonley, whatever, you know, that's fine. There's 10 seconds left, I think, in the game. Maybe a little bit under 10. Maybe yeah. like 98. I don't remember what it was. It was around 10 seconds, though. All right, you got to give the you got to inbound the ball, right? You got to get it in before five seconds. I get that. You can throw it into the backcourt there. Mm. You can throw it into the backcourt. Yeah. So why do you not just throw it into the backcourt? Instead, he throws it to Von like, like inch perfect pass that lands him right in between the, the two. Du- yeah, and, no, and, and in between the double team. Yeah, and like like and like you know, I think uh, after the I, right after the play, I think. Uh, Clyde and Breen were saying, you know, Vonley messed up by putting the ball on the floor, and I agree, but it's like, yeah. your point guard shouldn't be putting, it, your point guard, don't put him in like, a bad spot. Yeah, this is not, this is not like Lance Thomas, or Tim, like somebody that I expect to make whack decisions, but like your point guard, I mean, I do expect Moody to make, make whack decisions, but like that's why he's <laughs> not a point guard, like that's why he's not a point guard. Your point guard cannot in that situation put like he can't put Vonley in that situation. He put Vonley in that situation, and Vonley messed up. Sure, but like he should have never been put in that situation. Yeah. And I also agree that like, I it, to me like look, I think they were trying to get the ball to Trier, but I also think what I agree with the caller at is that it looked to me like if they couldn't get the ball to Trier, the play was to get it to Vonley, and then for Moutier to get like a dribble handoff from him. Yeah. Go ahead, so, Julie. Like. Yeah, I agree with that part of it. I, I do think it was pretty uncreative. But it was also like Keith Smart was an assistant coach who, you know, whatever. Like, I'm not expecting Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Go ahead, Julie. Tonight, you know, James Harden, probably the most unstoppable player in our, like, era currently. True indeed. And he's just like, he's so frustrating. Um, I've been telling you all about uh, the dime drop for a while now. This, this he, he did a video about uh, the game against the Warriors. Um, basically, James Harden, like, you can see every single time when he when he gets into that between-the-legs dribble that he does for, like, 10 seconds of the shot clock, the whole defense literally freezes and stares at him. Yeah. Every single time, they just freeze and they stare at him. Because there's no actions going on. D'Antoni's not that creative of a coach. So, Harden's just getting to do whatever he wants with the ball, and he's a genius at whatever he does. Whatever he chooses to do, he just does it. The guy... You know, again, say what you want about 61 points, and, you know, that should be able to be stopped. But he's, like, unguardable, You especially in today's NBA when you can't touch the guy. It, it was, so, like I, I said, man, it was the easiest 61 I ever seen, bro. I've seen Jordan many mm-hmm. times. I saw Kobe's. I saw LeBron. I saw, Ste- I mean, even Steph's. You know, Steph's was, was easy, but this is just like, I, I couldn't believe he had 38 at the half. I, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, no, but, like, you, you make the rules like this, you're going to breed, you know, the perfect, like, I don't know, like, can I, living, can I, let me ask you a question. For a guy like Harden. Gotcha. How, boring, how boring is it for you to watch James Harden play basketball? Not boring at all. 
To me, he's because the most boring player in the NBA. If you're really, I don't, I don't I think so. I think you think he's, you know, you think if, he's if boring, you Rudy? Yeah, way. I think he's straight up boring. Like, <laughs> I, I, think he's boring. <laughs> I think they are boring. I think watching a team I that's like, he, is he great? Is he great? Yeah, he's great. Like, don't make, don't take me saying he's boring. Like, as me denying him being good at basketball, he's obviously great at basketball. No doubt about that. But, like, mm-hmm. to watch a guy, mm-hmm. to watch a league be in this situation where we can legit, just a team's entire offense can be give the buy, give the guy the ball at the top of the key. I mean, how many times, like, it, every time he's in the game, the possession is just, like, him at the top of the key. And Everyone watching. Five. It's, like, I can't watch that shit, man. I watched that, that Rockets-Nets game last week, and I wanted to kill myself. It's just, <laughs> it was just, like, they shot 73s, the Nets shot... I don't know how many. Three, it was just at least the Nets like play basketball. Like they pass it around, and you know whatever. Like everyone's. Yeah. A little bit, I cannot watch this Rockets team. Like I can't. To me, that is just straight up trash basketball. Like trash basketball. I don't care. What no, no, no. <laughs> how many? How many threes they shoot tonight? They what? shot um, total threes so 38. Yeah, the, the Knicks actually did a pretty good job of like playing up on them. I thought like just not making them drive and stuff, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I I felt like they could have made him drive a little bit more, but yeah, um, I agree, I agree. You know, inexperience, man, inexperience. All right, Julian, pre- appreciate the call, bro. Thank you for the call. Yeah, I got you. All right, man. All right, all right. Shout out, uh, Michelle Trier. I I saw Zonti in the building. How, how you doing, Michelle? Shout out, uh, Sterling Gonzalez, Charles Reynolds. Never lose three one one. What's going on? All right, next caller is Ari from Manhattan. He wants to talk about ISO, and um, he's got a trade proposal for you, Timmy. Yes. Ari, what's going on, bro? Hey, what's up, guys? Good. What's up, guys? How are you? Good. How you feeling, bro? So, um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. God bless Eric Gordon. I mean, what, what else can you say? That was a touch three. DJ Tucker bet on the Knicks. closer to the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. I actually, I actually bet my buddy fifty bucks that James Harden would score more than fifty today, and I actually won. But um, that's how confident I knew he was going to torch in this, especially after the comment he said. But um, regarding the game, um, very, very happy with what I saw from ISO Zoe. Honestly, you know, the thing that you know, a lot of people, you know, I know Frank is the, the polarizing, you know, guard, right? But like. The difference between my opinion of Frank and my opinion of ISO, like ISO has been struggling a lot, like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously. But um, you could, you by the if you look at the eye test, forget about these analysts. Look at the eye test. You can see that ISO Zoe could ball. Like that dude could play. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, obviously ISO Zoe is a you know an isolation scorer, right? And his his biggest weakness is you know facilitating and making plays, right? Mm-hmm. And Frank, for example. His, his 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 defense is what he was good, and I honestly and I honestly thought that he did a, a pretty decent. Uh, believe it or not, I actually thought he did a pretty decent job on Harden. I think Harden got a couple of soft calls on on Frank, which yeah. um, I didn't necessarily agree with. But the thing, the, the way I look at it is, I think Iso Zoe has a better chance of turning like developing into a playmaker than I see Frank developing into like an offensive threat. You know what I mean? And that's what I see. But- um, but like, don't, don't you think they just play well together? Game. Wait, go ahead, go ahead, Twenty. Go ahead, Twenty. You what's think, your question? Like, like I, so, like, I agree. I actually agree with a lot of that. But like to me, I don't see that. Like that. That's not a problem. That's just 
that's why the last few games they've been playing together. It's been great. It's been good because Frank, like, All right, so, so has a, so has so has a rolling. The New York Knicks are presented and, by you know like, but like that that wouldn't happen. That doesn't happen with Moutier. Like you saw it at the end of the game. At the end of the game, it just turned like the only time the Knicks got anything going offensively is when it you know the like when they would get a turnover and they would get on the open floor or like Moutier would just somehow maybe not turn it over and create like. It was just a one-on-one thing. Huh. So, like, I, I, to me, I right. think, so, I think right now, like, it's good. I agree with you. I think, I think, like, Trier, well, he dropped thirty-one tonight. Frank could, if you gave him the ball every possession and were like, just shoot, he would not get you thirty-one. He would not get you thirty-one. And mm, I agree. Nah, with that. I don't know. But like, mm. but I also think that if you put Trier on on Harden for the entire game, like, like I, I don't, I'm pretty sure. But, so what happened is when when Frank first came in. Uh, they ran like three straight possessions where Harden, you know, because Harden gets the ball every time. They just ran three straight possessions. Harden got the ball and just went at Frank. And I think on one of them he drew like a BS foul. One of them he horrifically missed a step back three. I think he missed two step back threes really badly. And then after that, he just they just kept calling for screens to eventually get Frank to switch off of him. And like that's the stuff that like I agree like. I mean, I, I, like, I don't think Frank had a good game offensively necessarily. I, I don't think it was him not making shots always makes it look worse than it always will be. Um, but like, he had six assists, right? Like, that's not nothing. Um, it doesn't make it doesn't mean I'm saying he had a good game offensively. But like, if you just combine that stuff with like him playing good defense and Harden, that does mean something. And like, basically, that's the that's the stuff that like Marcus Smart will do. And people praise him for that endlessly. But, like, why is that? Because he's on a good team. Like, Frank will be fine on a good team. If he was doing the same stuff right now, but on a team that wasn't terrible, people would appreciate what he brings to the table more. So, to me, the the issue is, like, yes, Frank needs to develop offensively for sure. But the other issue is just we suck and, like, we need to get better across the board so that players like Frank or even, like, Dotson is another – like a better example maybe because he actually does hit threes consistently, but like he doesn't, you don't see how effective he can be because of how bad we are. You know, that's, that's what I think. That's what I think in in terms of Frank. Go go ahead, Jails. No, it's interesting too, because I think I saw a stat that said that Frank has like the highest plus minus out out of anyone on the Knicks in January or something like that. And he hasn't scored a bunch of points. But really, what all he's doing is recognizing who has the hot hand and passing on the ball, <laughs> and, and yeah. he just moves the ball. He, he takes his opportunities when he can, and he plays and he ends up with the highest plus minus. And then, you know, when um when he gets when he gets away from him offensively, he's gonna take him out. So I mean, pretty much, there's a role for him, just like like Sweeney said, there's a role for him here. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be Kyrie Irving. And even if we do, when we eventually get like another point guard or something, he can be a nice piece for a winning team. Pretty much. No, I, I, I agree. First of all, I agree with I agree with everything both you said, especially um the new gentleman on on, on I don't know your Swinney. name, but uh, I definitely agree with everything you said. Twenty, uh, yeah, I agree with everything you said. Now, you know the the only thing is that like, you know. We're trying, like, listen. We're trying to, we're trying to win. Like, I believe, like, I don't. We need to. So this is the thing. I was, I've actually think, been thinking about this. Every single team in NBA history, in history of the NBA, has had a floor general 
who knew how to run the offense, whether it's a point guard or LeBron James, Larry Bird, whoever it is, Jason Kidd on the Mavs, they always had a floor general who knew how to just, like, calm things down, who was experienced, who knew how to run an offense and do that. And I don't think we have any guy on our team that, you know, could do that because the ultimate goal is to, is to win a championship, you know, and that's, that's the thing. Like, I'm not yeah. interested in going to the first round and losing, right? So, like, you know, uh, the, the biggest thing that I think people forget, you know, is that you look at the teams that have won championships, all right? Kobe, Tim Duncan, you know, LeBron, you know, Michael Jordan. Yeah, they're all amazing players, but what people don't understand is how much basketball IQ is the reason why they're such amazing players. Like, you know, you could have Russell Westbrook or, you know, I don't know, and some other, like Derrick Rose in his prime. People that are super talented, super skilled, that doesn't mean they're championship, you know, type players. And we don't have, I don't think Isozo is that guy, and I don't think Frank is that guy. I don't think we have anybody on our team, and that's yeah. Why but they're good. I think they could be. I think they could be good role players. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't see them right, all being superstars. Players. But I think. I think we're getting a nice foundation. That's a nice core, man. That's a nice core that we're building with, um, no, with nice KP core. on the way back, okay. Frank, Neil, uh, ISO. Go ahead. So we're gonna we're gonna basically we're basically not gonna trade Tim Hardaway Jr. or Courtney Lee because we don't want to give up role players. No, we're, we're not going to trade them because really we're not going to put assets on those deals. You, can, you no, no, can't no, take that but, chance. No, but here's the, here's the thing. You know, hold up. Oh. Why not? Okay, but you're like, we shouldn't do that unless unless we know. Unless that, we that, know. Okay, if we clear this space, we're going to get Kevin Durant. Then do it. Okay, fine. Then I'm okay, fine. Yeah, right. I, I need promises, no, Ari. Like, I need promises, like, man. Know, so, like, to me. I, the, I, 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 that, so, that's it. Like, so, like, you can't take. I, I don't think the Knicks are that I don't think the Knicks are that stupid where they would be like, if they knew right now we are 100% getting Kevin Durant, I don't think they're that dumb where they'd be like, nah, we're not going to trade right. this one guy exactly. to dump Hardaway's contract to get yeah, but it's, Like, they wouldn't do that. I don't think, at least, like, I know the Knicks are yeah, like, the, look, they dumb a lot of times in our lives. We all know that. Like, yeah. I don't think they're that dumb. Though. Go ahead, Art. Okay, so, so first of all, the cap space, it's not like you clear cap space and then if no free agents come, it's a loss. The problem is when you free cap space and then you decide to sign Tim Harray Jr. to $17 million a year because you didn't get anyone else. You know what I'm saying? It's about spending carefully, right? And I agreed with what Jay Ellis said two, fuck, um, two um, episodes ago, basically, when he said you need to try to clear two because it's not a guarantee that one person will come. You've got to clear two. And listen, let's say we do clear one. Let's say we clear two. Either way, if we clear the cap space and let's say we don't get anyone, okay, big deal. We don't get anyone. So we'll wait till next year or Anthony Davis is going to get traded the year after. JL's so jumping. What happens, as long as you don't spend it. I hear that, Ari. Go ahead, JL's. I know JL's got my back on this. I, I know JL's got my back on this. Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. I don't. I, I, I really don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. I know we had to clear two. All right, I did say that, but I'm not attaching assets. Like, we're still – listen, I remember the beginning of the season. Remember in the summer when there, everybody was talking about we are in the asset collection part of the rebuild and we're not going to attach assets. For like, listen, at this point of the game, for us to be fiscally responsible long-term, we need cheap talent. <laughs> cheap yeah. talent. 
cheap talent are young players, first, second round picks. You have to kind of hoard all those guys before you can start making a move like that. Yeah. And right now we're we're in a hoard mode, dog. And like like e like I know for a fact, like I, I you are right. I did say we have to clear two max contracts. I mean, two two get clear contracts for two free agents for everybody to come here because I don't feel like anyone's coming here dolo. Me personally, I don't. Yeah. I don't feel like it's happening. That makes sense. But but I'm not attaching. I'm still not attaching a contract because we're going to find ourselves in the same position where we're going to be have all these big name free agents and then no, no nothing to fill it with. We're going to have yeah. old veterans. That's and then that's. We'll have like a, a two year window to win something and then we have to start all over. Yeah. And appreciate the call, Ari. I just want to move to the next calls because we got a lot of callers in the queue. But just, I'm going to put you on hold, Ari. If we get through the calls and you want to jump back in, feel free. Um, next caller is Q from Brooklyn. He wants to talk about overall state of the Knicks. Q, how you feeling, bro? How would you feel about this this game tonight? What do you think about the game? What's up, fellas? How you feeling, bro? Yeah, man. Um, man, I'm torn, man. I'm feeling torn. I said that in the, <laughs> in the chat. You know what I mean? I didn't know whether I wanted to tank this, whether I wanted the Rockets to just get a solid win, whether I wanted the Knicks to win. I was pissed off at Mike Green and Clyde, man. We need a state of the Knicks address, man. We need to find out who's Knicks fans, who's not. What's going on, man? Because I'm sick of Mike Green and I'm sick of Clyde going for these superstars and loving these superstars. Gushing, gushing over these guys, man. Gushing, man. before the game even started, man. Oh, like, man, it was I nauseating. I thought I was watching a Rockets game. Yeah. I thought I was watching a Rockets game, man. And you know, CP, me being in Texas, man, you know it's oh, tough man. for me down here because yeah. it's just, man, it's painful, man. So I'm, I'm sick of this, man. But, you know, let me get my mom right, man, because I don't want to be ranting mm-hmm. the whole time. I know what we're doing. We're, gonna, we're not getting superstar. We're not. We need to get away from that. Um, also, at the same time, the Knicks are going to build via the draft. They're going to build via not free agents, but get you know a couple of lower level free agents and try to kind of build the players they already have. I could tell. I've seen this before, you know. So it's one of those deals where it's going to be so frustrating because we're going to go through this again next year. Even with KP, we're going to have a, a mediocre season. Because if you look at it, Mills and Perry, I would be jumping on the phone right now. If we were building, if we were doing something for the future, I'd be jumping on the phone right now calling in the end. Like, yo, take this guy, Tim, right now. You know, Oladipo went down. Yeah, Oladipo, you know, unfortunately, like, oh, went God, down, man. Oladipo, unfortunately, went down. Yeah, That's so, their season. No, they still want to clear Tim. That's still so happening. You don't want to pass nobody with him. <laughs> that's right. But that's the deal. The question is, are we are we going to try to get free agents? Are we going to do something like that? If they don't trade Tim where Indiana open up like that, then I think we're just going to be building through the draft. And, and we're yeah. just going to rely on developing Trier, developing Knox. I'm sick of seeing Knox not touch the ball in the last quarters. I'm sick of that, man. I love Trey. You know, much respect to Trey. I love this game. You know how he how he does his thing. Mm. But I've been through Melo. I've been through all these ISO players. <laughs> Trini, Trini, Trini was right. Trini was right. 
<laughs> I coach basketball, man. Mm. And I don't want to see one guy dribbling the ball all damn day. That's horrible basketball. Houston is boring to watch. I, I, I big up him on that. This guy knows what he's talking time, about. Oh, yeah, no, that's my guy, Q, man. That's, that's my guy, Q. Yeah. Now, you know what? It's just not sustainable. We saw it last year, man. It's just not sustainable. And he burns. He's going to burn out. He's going to burn out. It's going to be interesting to see what happens when CP3 comes back. But that team is just not built to do anything. Man. They, they're just not built to do anything. Fellas, I need y'all to set the Knicks Nation straight, man. Something, man. Because it's painful to look at the chat. It's painful to look at Clyde and all of them. What are we, Knicks fans? Barley, dudes is going right through Barley. I'm like, yo, isn't Barley strong? It's painful, man. You know, CP, I, I get emotional about it. Q, I, I know you're pain, the man. Time, man. Yeah, the, the pain, man. It just keeps coming, man. But, 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 at the but same it's, time, it's a I'm pain, glad it's we're... A it's a pain that comes because... What you're saying, right? What you just said, like, oh, there's somebody that goes through Vonley, right? Like, what? It's easy to go through a guy if you get a head of steam, right? Like, there's no, there's no defense at the point of attack unless Frank is in or unless Dotson is in. Tim ain't stopping anybody at the point of attack. Rudy isn't stopping anybody at the point of attack. Yeah. Trier is like actually he's not a terrible defender. He's not stopping anybody at the point of attack, right? He's like a good if he's your no, worst he's, perimeter. Def- no. If he's your worst per- if he's your worst perimeter defender, then you're fine, right? Like then you're fine. But he like when he's yeah. in a lineup with Tim and Moutier, he's your best perimeter defender. That's not fine. That's a problem. That's, that's a problem. And like horrible, until. Man. I'm telling you this. I have been tweeting about this. I've been talking about this nonstop. Since Jeff Van Gundy, all we have fucking had are coaches that have... Oh, oh, oh. Hey, family show, Sweeney. Family show. My bad. It's all good, man. You haven't, been, you haven't been here in a while, man. You haven't been here in a while. I'll let that one slide. All we've had, all we've had are coaches... All we've had are coaches that talk about... They talk about defense. They talk about the 90s Knicks. Yes. They yes. talk about John Starr. Yes, and all yes, and all yes. You can talk about that all you want. Uh, uh, yep. but until, show me. Yes, show me, yes. Show me you care. Yes. And, like, Biz came in and was talking all that good stuff, too. And he was starting Frank, and he's like, oh, I got to have Frank out there because Frank can defend all these positions. That means so much to me. It's so versatile. Yeah. And what did he do today? What did he do today? He didn't find a way to keep Frank on the floor. He was like, oh, they asked him about it. I tweeted at all the all the beat guys. I tweeted all the beat guys in the game when they, they got Frank, and I was like, Please ask Fizzell after the game why he took out Frank. Mm-hmm. And so one of them asked him. And Chris Eisman just tweeted back at me. And he said Fizzell was asked about it, said he thought they needed more scoring. So he went with Moutier. But he didn't just go with Moutier. He brought Moutier and Tim Come in and yeah. took out Knox and, and Frank. And right? Frank, yep. And it's like, like to me, you don't need both of those guys in. If you yeah. need one, I get it. I, I do get that. That's yeah. fine. But like you, sh- like Frank cannot come out there because he is he is your best perimeter defender against a team whose entire attack is perimeter oriented. Like their entire game is. They- who was their inside? Fareed. Facts. Fareed Nene, who's like ninety eight years old. Uh, <laughs> like what are we talking? Like there's no inside game there to worry about. So it's just perimeter guys. You can't take Frank out there. And for him to say that he thought they needed more scoring. So he went with a guy who couldn't dribble the entire night and was dribbling into triple teams. Fizz comes off. You know, people knock me for knocking Fizz, but I just feel like sometimes he just speaks like a politician sometimes, man. He is. That's that's the thing I'm leery of. You can try and tell me that it's about tanking and all that stuff, 
But, like, if he was tanking, he would not have put Mitch back in the game tonight. And he put Mitch back in the game tonight. So he yeah. wasn't tanking. So don't tell me he's tanking. Like, not tonight. Maybe every yeah, other he was, night. Yeah, he, he was trying to get it tonight. There's no way he was tanking. Mm-hmm. Because he was in, he was in the game tonight. The entire game. I, he was like I wonder about, what they said. I wonder what he said to to that female ref to get him tossed. I wonder what happened. Here. I that that looked. He was. He seemed pretty shocked to get tossed. So yeah, I, that might have just been like a, a bad. That might have been a ref in their feelings. Facts. And, and appreciate the call, <laughs> Q. Um, shout out everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. This yeah. is Wednesday night, Knicks. We're just if you're just now joining us, Knicks lose a, a crazy game at the Garden, one fourteen to one ten, where we Ooh. saw James Harden, the league MVP, who will be the MVP, drop sixty one points and fifteen rebounds. Unbelievable game, but um, no great game from from Isozo. Great game from the Knicks. Janadi Kilimnik, thanks for the subscribe. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Um, Jay Ellis, some some news from the Canner standpoint. Oh, yeah? Looks like this guy's a goner, man. He was asked in the locker room what happened tonight. He basically said, hey, they're going to play me, play me. What they're doing to me is messed up. And he said, uh, if you're not going to play me, get me out of here. Your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Your thoughts. Uh, who didn't see this coming? Raise their hand. Yeah. It's, o- it's over, man. It's over. He, the writing is on the wall. We all knew it. Last, the last time he hardly played, well, he came in after Luke Cornett twisted his ankle, and he was already kind of saying that he's going to talk to his agent about getting out of there. He's just it's over. I, I, just, I just wish that um it wasn't so public to drive his price down. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you, you know how that goes. But you, once you start making public comments, people start trying to lowball you for offers. Yeah. And, uh, and um. Until he gets bought out, yeah, and that's what's gonna out. happen. It's gonna be a buyout. Yeah, and I, I, I hope it. I hope it. I hope we can still get something—a second round or something for him, so he can flip him into something else. But I'm not. I'm not surprised. Man. It's time for him. Shawnee, what's your take on the whole thing, the whole saga? Dennis Cantor, good guy, terrible basketball player. Needs to go. <laughs> he shouldn't play tonight. Doesn't deserve to play. Has no reason to gripe because he's. You got 18 million for this. Yeah, he is garbage. Like I like I don't know what to tell you. I'm not. I'm sorry that you're not meaningfully better than Noah Vonley, uh, Luke Cornett, or Mitchell Robinson. You got 18 am, million for this, I am, man. I am, I am actually sorry that you're in the eighth year of your career and you're not better than a rookie, a reclamation project, and a long shot undrafted free agent. I'll play him. I'm sorry. I'll play him. Yeah, yeah. problem really is right now today's NBA. Especially with a team like the Rockets, you have to kind of be mobile enough to kind of switch on damn near everything. So, you know what? <laughs> Yo, but it's not just the it's not just the defense. Like he takes away from the offense too because he just rolls into the post. There's nowhere to drive. Like he just he does his own thing. Like that's yeah. That's can't pass out the double team. Can't defend. Yeah. I like the guy. He's a he's yeah. obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. not like, a personal thing at all. Yeah, not a I personal thing. Him, like on on a human level, obviously, I think feel for him. But you know, this isn't about that. Like yeah. this is about just the Knicks and basketball, and like that's it. Facts. Yeah, I think it's just going to end in a buyout, man. I, I think the contract is um it, it's too much to to facilitate without they try to get the third team involved. You guys saw that earlier this week. In the Jabari yeah. Parker trade, they try to get um, who they try to get involved. Minnesota. Um, 
I forgot. There was a third team that tried to get involved. Dallas. Dallas. They tried to get Dallas involved in it, and and they, they said that flop. Right? Yeah, and that flop. So I think he's just going to end in a buyout, unfortunately, and uh, with, with no assets to show for it. But it is what it is. I was saying they should have waived him last summer. I was saying that last summer they should just waive him. Mm. Like, I, they, there's I, who wants to trade for him? Yeah. Who wants his skill set? It's true. Talent? It, it's true, man. This is what it is. Next call on deck, Kevin from North Carolina. We got a lot of people on the deck. We got Kevin. We got Paul. We got Just from Brooklyn. Max from the Bronx. We're going to get to everybody. Rock from Atlanta. All right, Kevin, you up first. Kevin wants to talk about the draft. Kevin, how you feeling, bro? What's up, man? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, man. How y'all doing today? Good, man. What's your takes on the draft? Good. Um, my take on the draft is that, um, you know, I'm here. I've been looking at, um, you know, Bleacher Report and different, um, you know, uh, sports sites and things like that. Everyone's talking about like you know, we we're making money. We're making uh, we're trying to <laughs> um, clear cap space for you know the summer. But I'm be honest, y'all. I really think us. I think Katie, you know, Kyrie, Jimmy but- Butler, et cetera, any big name free agent. I think it's a long shot, man. And I don't, yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm not counting on free agency to be honest with you. I'm, I'm not counting on it. Right, 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 right. And I'm not counting on. It. And that's what I'm like when people like you know. Maybe we should attach an asset to clear cap space. I'm like, heck no. I'm think I'm looking at like you know the Warriors and you know the Nuggets. And I think those teams that you know those teams that built through the you know before KD got there, they built through the draft like with a seventh pick, like a 14th pick. Yeah. They don't all have to be top five picks. You just have to draft the right people. And I think uh, yeah, really just. But I, I also think luck luck has a lot to do with it, man. I think luck has oh, yeah, luck yeah. has a ton to do with it. You know, look at yeah. look at these teams that's always in the lottery. Look at the Minnesotas, uh, Philly, the Phoenix Suns, Milwaukee no, if Bucks. You're, if, you're, if you're always in the lottery, then you're doing something wrong. Right. Yep. If you're if you're yeah, that's not, true. That's true. there is some luck, but like if you're always in the lottery, something is not. You just don't have the right mix. Yeah. Something's up. Right. 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 And that's what I feel about it. I um, because I'm looking at the draft, man. I'm, I'm trying to become the president of the uh, the John Moran. <laughs> Who's your guy? Club, oh, you, oh, you're John Moran. Okay. That's my guy right there, man. This dude had 40 and 11 on Sunday, man. Yeah, you sure did. I'm not worried about the competition. I think about Damian Lillard. I think about Damian Lillard playing against that, playing against this conference, man. If you could play, you could play. That's what I but, think. Uh, if you could bowl, you could bowl. But, I don't. I don't worry. And Murray State is not. I mean, they're not so, Division three. So I'm happy you brought up. Yeah, not Division three. I'm happy you brought up free agency though, because. Like, I think Knicks fans are thinking about this all the wrong way. Like, to me, I think you can make this team better without signing a max guy, and that's fine. Like, you don't need to sign no. a max guy. And, like, I, I, there are enough free agents, right? Like, what do we need? Like, realistically, we're talking about a few pieces here to, to change the trajectory of the team, right? So, yes. like, you need 100%. I think no matter what, like, yeah, maybe Frank gets there in a year or two. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe Truer gets in a year or two. Maybe he doesn't. But we, like, next year, I think the, the goal of the team changes from, like, we're building to the future to, okay, KP's back. We're paying him probably a max contract. Like, we're trying to get to the playoffs, right? So what do we – we're going to need a, a primary ball handler, okay? And then you're probably going to need a little bit more depth either on the wing or the front court, right? Like, you need guys – you just need guys that can shoot. Really, yeah. In addition to that. Yeah. So, like, I think you can find that stuff in free agency – even like if you strike out on KD and Kawhi and all these stars, like that doesn't mean that you can't improve your team. At least I hope the Knicks don't look at it that way. Because to me, like to me, the way the NBA the NBA works is 
it's just an asset game, right? So, like, if you can sign a guy who on a contract you think he'll outproduce that contract, then you should sign him to that contract. Yeah. If you can, if you, I mean, obviously right. that doesn't mean that like every con, like, yeah, I mean, sometimes you might think a guy is going to outproduce his contract and he doesn't, and it sucks. My point is more that like you can't get stuck in this position of, well, we're not going to do anything unless we sign a superstar. J- JLs, you had a point on it, good. Yeah. Right. Now I'm, I'm just saying I, I I agree with you and I think that's what they're doing. Yeah, I think exactly exactly what they're doing. They 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 talked about how they're going to stick to their guns early in the summer and and that's what they're doing. I, it, listen, I don't think there's no big free agent coming. I, I really don't think there is. And, I don't and think so. And I I kind of felt like in the summer everybody was okay with that, and now that we're leaving yeah, yeah. and it's February or January, we're looking next and next we're, year we're losing, everybody's freaking out. Like, no, mm-hmm. Durant or die, Durant or die, attach everything, attach my firstborn, attach my mother. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do what you got to do. He's like, yo, he's like, chill, bro, like, chill. We talked, we, we, we had this conversation already about the long <laughs> we, we talked about this already, yeah. Remember, we talked about the long <laughs> gathering your assets. It's only been a few months. Chill, dog, like, let's, let's, let's get it right. We, we'll end up signing some... Probably all these guys are probably yeah. gonna walk. Probably gonna end up signing somebody like Rubio or something, or somebody can run offense, and, and you're gonna keep it moving yeah. for another year or two. And if we clear, if we end up clearing Tim Hardaway Jr. or or Courtney Lee, we'll be able to re-sign some of these guys here for a short-term project and do it all over again. Yeah, I mean, I, I think my thing is, and, right. and Kevin, I'm gonna let you get to your point, but I think my take is, I listen. We've been banking on free agency for so long. These are pipe dreams. To me, I think KD ultimately takes that bag that he's been wanting. He mentioned that, that he never got that right. that huge salary before. I think Golden State is going to show Draymond the door. They're going to move into that new stadium with KD and Steph and Clay as their big three face of the franchise for the future. Um, and where does that leave us? That leaves us still with a good core that we're building with, man. KD, uh, KP, Frank. Dotson, Kevin Knox, uh, uh, Mitch, ISO. Uh, that's a nice little core that we're building. So we just got to keep yeah. building on top of that, man. And whatever we get in this lottery, hopefully, hopefully, we need a point guard, man. Get me a point guard that can put this right. whole thing together. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's what we really need. And we have a development coach. And I have, staff I have for one reason. last Facts. Go ahead, Kev. One, one, one last point, Kev, because we, we got a lot of people in the queue. Yeah, yeah. So this is the um, this, I'm I'm putting this scenario together because like you know the draft lottery's changed this year you know and by some small small chance we fall out of the top three and it's like we have the fifth pick. Ugh. Would you be willing to attach our fifth number five pick with Frank to move up to like top two? Because I I, I do that in a heartbeat. I'm not, I'm not sold on Frank, man. I'm sorry. But what y'all think about that? Well, like, well, who are you, wait, wait, who yeah. you going to draft it to? I'd, I'd assume Zion would be off the board at one, so I think John Moran would be there. And, I, and, I, and, I'd, and I'd package Frank with him in a heartbeat. What would y'all think about that? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wouldn't do it because I don't believe in Morant to that level. But if you believe in Morant like that, then, like, yeah, that's a fine trade. I I, I don't know. Like, I can't – that's all I can say. I, I don't believe in Morant that much. I don't think – like, if that was Luka Doncic, then I'd be like, yeah, let's just do that. Shit, we should have done that last year. Yeah, like that would have been. <laughs> we should have done that last. But but, but <laughs> I I don't I don't believe in Morant the level, which isn't to say like I think he's a bad prospect or anything. I think he's a good prospect. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. I just don't. I don't, I don't. Yeah, that's it. So like like I 
But like, if you believe him like that, like, yeah, that's a fine trade. They, they should definitely do that. If they if they have a conviction, I've always said this. If you have a conviction about a player, like especially in the draft, like for example, I'll give you an example. This isn't to make myself sound like a genius because I've had terrible takes on players too. But like when Jamal Murray was coming out in his draft, we mm-hmm. didn't have a pick that year, and I said I I was like I was like yo I would trade a future pick unprotected to any team that is willing to draft him for us and trade him to us. I don't know if that I mean I don't know if that trade was even out there. I'm just giving you an example. Like, if you believe in a player's upside that much, you should be able to. Like, that was the last year, right? Yeah. They believed in Luca so much, they were like, "Yeah, you know, screw it. It's we're gonna trade. give up. Sure, we'll, we'll we'll give up a future first because we think he's worth it. If you believe in a player like that, you should you should do it. Um, yeah, you know, but I mean, they believe in John ja Morant like that. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, what's, 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 you guys, your, no, I just want to ask him. What do you? What do you? Uh, what, what do you feel like uh, is keeping you from believing in me and Morant? Yeah, I mean, I just like all right. One, first of all, I haven't like studied him deeply, so like yeah, yeah. you know, this is just my surface level observation. I don't think his defense is good at all. Uh, I don't think that he like he's also playing against very like I think they have there's 333 teams in D1. I think they have the 329th worst like they, their difficulty of schedule is 329 oh shit they're yeah. basically playing a bunch of nobodies mm. um like yeah he's putting up numbers but i would expect him to put up numbers in that situation uh you know like i just i i don't think his jump shot form is very good i'm not sold on his percentages translating uh in that context anyway in terms of pull-up jump shooting which is a pretty critical skill obviously for a primary ball handler um yeah, I just I there's just a lot of things there that I'm not totally sold on. Like I said, like I I would I think he's like if he got taken number 2, that's fine. I think he's arguably worth that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd be willing to give up a fifth pick and Frank. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, that like that's what I'm saying. I'm not not that he's not worth the number 2 pick. Yeah. More that is he worth 5 and Frank or 5 and something. Like I don't know. Yeah. That to me is a little bit different. No, I, I want a point guard, but I, I don't think I, I would do that. I don't think I would do that, JL, so to give up two assets to get him. Because- I, I, would, I, would, I would want I want Drew Holiday. I think AD is mm-hmm. going to ask out, and I think we should, if we're not in on the AD stuff, which I don't you like Drew Holiday, interesting. That's a good like, point. We should, I think we That's should go up Drew Holiday. That would be That's nice. A- that would be nice. Is that Drew is Holiday, he's, he's an, he, this, he'd be a New York he, baller. Is he a free, he's a free agent as well next season? No, no, no. no. He's, he's, we got to trade for him. You have to trade for him. But I would trade... Like I would trade a future, like all right. Think about it. What did Kawhi go for? Right, he went for like, what DeRozan and a Danny know, Green. Malcolm. Yeah, and they gave Danny Green in that trade. Like, mm. So the, Toronto got a lot. In that yeah, deal. yeah. And they gave up DeRozan. They Yaka gave up Perdo. our pick. <laughs> yeah, Yaka Perdo, yeah, our pick. <laughs> and uh, and and like a top twenty protected first. Yeah. Right? So. I think if if they trade Anthony Davis at that point, they're basically in like full on. They have to rebuild mode, right? They're in full on rebuild mode, and yeah. like they don't get fans with Davis. They're not going to get anybody without him. They don't make money. Like they're going to be all about slashing costs. So you have to find like, can you? Would they do like Courtney Lee, Dotson, and a lottery protected first for Drew Holiday? I don't mm. think that's that out of the question. I don't think that's like that 
I don't even think that's like a terrible trade offer. Interesting. I think a pretty solid trade offer. Okay. What do you guys think in the chat about Drew Holiday, man? What do you guys think of the prospects of Drew Holiday, man? Leave it in the chat and uh, let us know. Next call. Appreciate the call, Kevin. Next call, Paul from L.A. He wants to talk about the game and the rookies. Paul, how you feeling, bro? I'm good, fellas. What's going on, man? Good, good, man. Is this Paul Quick in the chat? Me? Loud and clear. Yes, brother. Paul Quick again. Shout out, Paul. Start What's going on, man? Chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm just, you know, having my usual... Uh, Frank fight in the chat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was all good, man. It's all good. What do you think yeah, about the game? It, you know, the game was not a disappointment to me, really, other than, the you know, the failure to execute on that last inbounds play. Yeah. Um, like a lot of people said, I really don't know why they were throwing it uh, to my man, Von Lane. You know, to have him handle the ball that high, that far away from the basket yeah. is not a great – I mean, he's an okay ball handler, but, you know, under pressure – that's probably not the guy you want to be throwing the ball into. Yeah, they blunt they blunted it. So, um, yeah, so I'm not really sure what that was all about. Mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, look, we're not really winning a whole lot of games this year. If the team is competitive, plays hard, and for the most part makes sensible plays, and people and the young players look good, I'm all right with the losses because we're not going anywhere this year anyway. Mm. Yeah, yo, listen, man. I, you know I, mean? I was thrilled with that game. I was thrilled. I, I was. I always hope for them to win, obviously, but I'm never mad when they lose. So yeah, to see them lose, listen, they fought yeah, the whole I mean, game. Yeah, you can't talk that. They yeah, weathered the Knicks storm to be because they had a chance to win. Yeah, yeah. They 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 rose so to the challenge, man. They rose to the challenge and, and they never wavered. Yeah. I, I can't. Exactly. I can't knock them. I can't knock them. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead, you know, and, and like some of the other people have said. It was a bit of a Hardaway love fest. That was kind of funny. Oh, yeah, Hardaway I mean, played hard, well in the first half. Yeah, he did all right. After him and Iso no, got I into it, they, it kind of galvanized both of them. They, you know, they kind of did the anything you can do, I can do better type of thing. The two Spider-Mans. Yeah, yeah I, actually, I actually commented earlier that I thought it was kind of funny. Maybe Timmy needs to yell at uh, Trier more often. Yeah, he should. <laughs> I was the same thing. I'm the ball hog on this <laughs> team, not no, you. No, we, we need... I, this is something. Now, I, now, I do have one. We need a dog. We need, yeah, I do have we one. Somebody, we need guy. We need somebody in this team that's willing to get in people's faces. Like Absolutely. I know. I, I don't know if I. I don't know if Timmy is the. Like, I don't mind when Timmy does that. People get really upset about that stuff. And like I do understand when people get mad about Timmy getting mad about somebody else's defense. I, I, <laughs> yeah, that's, funny. that's the funniest part. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. But like, right. but like, we do definitely need somebody in this team that's consistently willing to like get in people's faces because that's fine like it is fine to get upset during a game as long as you don't hold that like you don't take that with you yeah beyond the game it's fine like you know like i said even before they yeah. got into an argument they went into the timeout when they came out of the timeout timmy slapped him in the butt and it was over and trier balled out for the rest of the game like there was no beef after that yeah right, right. Yeah, that's, yeah that's fine but we need yeah, i think, I think in an more guys like that yeah, I think in the aftermath, Timmy handled it well because he squashed it when he got back on the court. Yeah. You know, he gave him a little pat on the ass yeah. and, you know, he's done. Um, but it's the same argument that people have made before. Like when um, they say, well, Harden used to get on people for not playing defense, and it was such a joke around the league because he didn't even try to play defense, and yet yeah. he had the nerve to yell at other people for not playing D. It would be better if it came from somebody who made a credible effort themselves. I mean, Hardaway is a horrible defensive player, and everybody on the team has to know this. I mean, they play with the guy. They practice with the guy. They know how bad he is on defense. 
So they have to be a little incredulous when it's coming from him. You know what I mean? So if we had, like, if Frank had nuts <laughs> and was, yeah. like, playing defense yeah. the way he does, <laughs> and was a decent kind of cat, if you got on somebody about not playing D, you were totally respected because, you know, this dude is getting after people on defense. Or like Dotson. Or but like Frank yeah, yeah. is like, so somebody, somebody put in the chat, Frank is a lion. No, Frank is a kitten. That's why he'll <laughs> never be that dude. I mean, listen, time will tell. You I know. ain't mad at him. Yeah, I mean, time, time will tell. But he's not that dude. Time, time will tell, man. I appreciate uh, the no, call, boy. Appreciate the call, man. So my bad. I, this man called us in the queue. I just want to make sure everybody everybody gets that point in. Kind of got to cut it down a little bit. Um, Just from Brooklyn, you're next. Wants to talk about Moody and the point guards. Just what's going on? Yo, CP, fellas, what's going on, man? Long time no speak. What up, Just? How you feeling, bro? Can't complain, man. Listen, tonight's, tonight was a good game. I can't lie. I was um, watched the whole game from start to finish. Mm-hmm. But... I'm going to be honest, man. Like, for all that Moutier done this year, Moutier stinks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo. 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 Just oh with God. the call yo, he, of the he, night. He said it. He said it. Just <laughs> with the call of the None night. None of us did. He said it. Oh, my God. He, 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 he's a sore eye for sore eyes, man. Oh, man. It's te- Yo, JL and CP, I know y'all watching the game like me, but every yeah. game, for like the past 20-plus games, like yeah. Moutier, he has the pace thing down pat, but when he's going to the paint, he has these baby it's a car hands, wreck. and he keeps getting stripped. Yeah, it's a car wreck. Because like, he, you know, he, he swings the ball it's low. It's crazy. He swings the, he swings the ball low, so he brings it like right where the defender can strip it. And it's like, yeah. and he's not strong. And he's then not, he's not strong enough to like, like, you know, because Harden does that too. But Harden is so strong. He's strong. That, when, that he's so strong, he holds on to the ball and he just he draws the foul also. Yeah, he brings his arm up into you. No, no, no. He draws the foul. Yeah. Good, let, just. Me, let me say this about Moutier. Let me say this about Moutier. Moutier is actually, Moutier is strong. Moutier six five. He's probably like around a 200 mark. But his IQ in those situations, you can't try to drop, like you can't drive on three defenders you want to get the call. You're getting stripped clean. Yeah. And then they that always score on the other end, man. Like, yeah, that was tough, man. JLs, what you got to say about this, man? I got nothing to say about oh. that, man. <laughs> it's been a slow, it's been a slow decline for a while, yo. It's been a slow decline. He had a spurt. He had a spark in November, and now you know, it's been a slow decline since then. And shout out to my guy CK, man. Shoot some guys some bail, man. Help, help this guy, help. Him. So some stats help me make this look good. I don't know what's happening with um. <laughs> I don't know what's happening with Moody, man. It's it's going downhill. Real Listen, strong. man. I'm I'm, a, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Frank. I'm gonna to get be a hundred. <laughs> yeah, just like, I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. Yeah, I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. I uh, I feel next year, fellas, that um we have a good backup unit as far as the guards is concerned. I like Trier and I yeah. like Frank. It's a good balanced defense offense, but we got to do and something. Dot. We got to get some new starters, man. Oh, that's a problem. And Dot, yeah, Dot yeah. too. I mean, I don't, I don't think the starting point guards on this get team. Some starters, man. No, the not. starting point guards not on this team. I still think um, Moutier will be gone. I think Frank will fill a good role in the supporting cast. I think Isofa will fill that instant offense role off the bench for 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 Burke. I think Burke will be gone, and I think we either get the point guard through free agency or through the draft, or just um, keep building. 
They just keep building. I would I would like to go ahead, Josh. I was gonna say um, Drew Holiday is is, is uh, I think twenty six twenty six million. It's a, it's a nice twenty six twenty six. He's like he's like seventy five million for the next three years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> if we could get if we could get a combination, listen, if we can get a combination like a, a John Moran who's a rookie with upside, and we could bring in a Drew Holiday, that could be a new starting backcourt right there. Yeah. I, I, either way, I'd like to get a nice solid vet in here next year. Not a, not a Jared Jack type, Absolutely. a nice facilitating mentor um, for for these young guys, man. I, I would love to see that. What do you guys think about Conley? Wait, what do you guys think about? Mike? Nah, I don't want that. I don't want that. Nah, I don't want that. I don't want that. He's too old. He's yeah, he's too nah. I don't, yeah, I don't want okay. Conley. I don't want. He did the price. He did the price. He did the price. He is agent. Too high right now. What's up? The, Am I the only one feel like the price point for Drew is too high right now? I think that is high. For yeah. Drew. For Drew, yeah. I think that's that's perfect. Yo, that guy outplayed Dame in a playoff series. He did. He did. He did. He did. He's he's son Dame. Yeah, you got you got you got to think about how productive he still is. He did. Yeah, he I did. know. I I am not for sure, but yeah. I'm also, I, I, I just think I, 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 I out the rest of the team. Conley, I don't want. I don't like Conley. No, but if we're if we're not giving up, like think of it this way: if you're not giving up any of your young guys, other than like, like I said, if my hypothetical trade worked, right? Like Lee Dotson and protected first. Yeah. So you're not giving up anything. On the current roster, other than Dotson, mm-hmm. you're not, and you're not giving up your first this year. Like, so you're not like more. Yeah, for a trade, yeah, for a trade like that, yeah, I would, I would definitely consider yeah, yeah. it. I, 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 like, there's obviously a point where I'm not saying like we have to get Drew Holiday yeah. or mm-hmm. like you know I'm gonna riot, but just so you just throwing it out there. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's just, that's like that's a trade I would do. I guess that's a better. Way. I, I, feel, and I, kind of, I kind of now I feel like if we do get Drew Holiday, it wouldn't be next season because I don't feel like I don't feel like we even. Thinking about trading any first right now. Yeah. Even, even. Like, I feel like we do get Drew Holiday is going to be later on. It's going to be two seasons from now. Sure. I just don't know how long they can wait to like. If you give Porzingis the max, I don't know how long you can wait. Like you can't keep. You got to get a guard in here. Got to get, get one. We need yeah. one. Yeah. You. you oh, give me Dame you, Dallas, man. What's it going to take to get Dame over here, man? If you, I've been a Dame fan for a long time. I love Dame. I love Dame. Oh, but yeah. like. If if you if you pay a big like Porzingis the max, at some point you gotta get him. A you gotta get him help, man. You gotta get him his, his I, problem. I agree you gotta with get you. yeah. You gotta get him his partner in crime. Like maybe Frank will eventually become that guy. But I'm and I like Frank. I don't want to trade Frank. I think yeah, yeah. next is next man up. I can't I yeah, can't sit it, here and wait for Frank. He's not gonna bro. be that guy next year. He's not gonna man. be the guy. And like, listen, I, I, I like I still I still That's think true. Frank is gonna help this team, but we can't sit here and wait. We can't sit here and wait. It's a uh, next I'm man. Not that it's a next it. man up league, man. If we end up getting this point guard in the draft, pick him up. Don't do not wait. Do not wait, I, man. I, I I agree with you. I don't think it's happening either. I, yeah. I just feel like it's gonna be a cheaper point guard coming in next season. Factuals. Uh, All right, next man up. Speaking of Frank, this is a perfect segue to the president of the Frank Nilakina fan club. He goes by the name of Max from the Bronx. And uh, I think he's got some Emmanuel yeah. Moutier hate in his blood. Mm-hmm. Max, what's going on, man? How you feeling? Uh, you know, what's going on? Jealous, CP, Yo. Sweeney, what's good? Chill, man. How you feeling, Listen, bro? Listen, man. I, 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 let me let me let me get to the let me get to the nitty gritty, right? Yeah. You know, Fisto pulled the same shit he pulled in London again, right? You know that, right? <laughs> he did the same thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know that, right? He you said know? he said he pulled the same stunt that, tonight that he pulled in London. Yeah, go ahead, Max. Yeah, explain. I, I was complaining. Yo, I was complaining about that. <laughs> We're on the same thing. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Max. Yo, go ahead. Listen, it was so simple. I'm like, look at this idiot hardware. That's why I'm watching the TV. I took, you know, today I had a good day because I took off from work. Right? I was like, yeah, you know, I'm tired, man. I need personal days of myself to watch these Knicks in person. Oh, you went you went to the game? Yeah, yeah. I had I had a Nick I hope they don't get smoked by twenty like they usually do against the Rockets thing. Yeah. So <laughs> I see this and Eric Gordon and I'm like, look at Hardaway. He's gonna get he's gonna mess this oh, up, right? Like switch, right? Does, right? Yeah. And why open? Wide, wide open. open, he leaves a three. I'm like, this guy will never learn. So nah. here's my thing, right? Let me get to these points, right? Yeah. Cisco needs to start being on the clock because he just makes dumb decisions. At this point, it's dumb. I don't care what politician, used car salesman excuse he has. It's dumb. It's dumb not to have Frank out there to guard a last defensive position. It's stupid. And it's even dumber that Hardaway guard anything on last position. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but he's challenging people, Hardaway. People That's his excuse. He's challenging Yeah, Hardaway. he's challenging. He's challenging to give up um, crucial baskets to lose the next game. Right? <laughs> That's what he's doing. So, now, you can, no one knows, there we go. Yo, Sweeney, you haven't been on here a while, right? Me, nah, it's been a minute. Me, and CP, we came, we came up with something called the uh, Greg Popovich rule, right? So yeah. the Greg Popovich rule is: Would Greg Popovich ever do what Phil? What would, Phil what would Greg right? Popovich do? <laughs> Yo, Greg what would Greg Popovich make, do? Right? He would make first of all, he would, he so, would turn Frank into like a twenty-five point assassin by now, yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so and you know what? I know you're right because he has a he has a Frank in um Eric right? This is Murray, I think. Right? Yeah. So, all right, let's go to, um, let's go to Moutier, right? So, and listen, CP, I think, yo, I, you know, I heard a guy text just now, right? Mm. They said Moutier turned the ball over in the locker room. He just turned it over again <laughs> in the locker room. <laughs> he just turned it over again. He just did it. He, no, they said he wanted to triple coverage in the locker room. He saw Hardaway and um, Trier there. Fell and down and turned the ball over. He went in between them. Yeah, and then he turned the ball over in between them. Yeah, he did it again. Yo, as, yo, Frank was the second best player on the Knicks tonight. He didn't score no points, but the team got in, increasingly better when he was on the floor. That is a fact. He, listen, I don't even think Harden really scored him like that. To be honest, I watch every position because, you know, I'm a Frank fan. I'm a El Presidente, bonjour. <laughs> <of the> Frank- <laughs> he just said French, French in Spanish up. in one take. Go ahead, Max. You're the man, bro. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. He didn't he did not score him like that. He had yo, it's difficult to score on Frank. It's a fact. Yeah. And it, it and James Harden, as great as he is, and as much foul shots he did, yo, but he scored open points with Hardaway. Why would you have Hardaway? And Moutier on James Harden. How dumb can you be? Yeah, he, he, to- he torched, he yeah, torched Timmy and Moutier. Well, but, see, what they were doing But they, they were forced. Like, I don't, I don't blame that so much on the scheme. Because when Frank was in, he was on Harden. 
and they were just running so many screens to get him off. Like that was, I get that. I, but I, I agree with you. Like when Frank wasn't in the game, like why would the, why wasn't Frank in the game? Like, like he should have just been in the game every time Harden mm-hmm. was in the game. That should have just been like his assignment. I right? thought that's what I wanted to see, man. Like give him the challenge. And, uh, I Let just Frank shadow this, this dude. I just want to throw this out there because it's a third straight game. Yeah. I've, been, track- I've yeah. been randomly tracking this for three straight games. But this is the third straight game where and our it- bench has had more assists mm-hmm. than our starters. So our, our bench today with Frank no. had nine assists. Our starters mm-hmm. had six assists. We had 15 assists total mm-hmm. as a team, which is, like, I don't even want to get into how Yo. that is. Yeah, but not only again, that, not only that, too, I have to admit this, right? And I'm going to be in the, in, the, in the minority in this one. Trey had a good game score-wise, but he did a lot of dumb shit today, too. He, you know, he had the Moody disease. You know, it's, go, it's going around in the Nick Locker room. It's <laughs> dribble in between defenders on their feet. You know, there's, there's a disease going on. You know, they got to get a fix because you, they have a disease going on where, I don't know, they see, they have tunnel vision, and they just, you know, you can predict Trey's um, turnovers before they happen. That's how confident I am. You know, what is what this guy needs to pass the ball. And but it was funny because his partner was like, Wait. Hardaway's like, Whoa, he's yelling at him for not passing the ball. Hardaway's the king of shooting going on a three one fast break shooting a um a contested three like an idiot. He does this all the time. So he has some damn nerve to complain about Trier shooting the ball. You know what I'm saying? It's like Yeah. No, nah, that know, was that was pretty get, funny, man. You know, Fistel needs to get on his job, man, because I don't know if he's going to last those four years, man, because that politician talk is not going to work with New Yorkers for that long. You're going to start to see two, three zones, all these dumb stuff he do. He cannot be doing this, man. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Go Jails. Appreciate the call, Max. Go ahead, Jails. Now, I'm going to say this because um, actually, like, I'm not even mad at Enos right now because I just kind of took a peek at what Enos was saying. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of blame this on Fistel, like, because In what way? No, Fizz was not straight up with Enos from the jump. He he was playing politician with Enos, and that's and that's the problem we have. From the Two weeks ago, when Luke Cornett was coming back and Mitch was coming back, they put out something that said, uh, "You know what? We're going to have we're going to experiment with a two central lineup." And I, and I was sitting here like, "What? Like what?" Mm. So I, like that doesn't seem really like who are you going to sit? You're going to sit Von Lee to have a two central lineup? Like, who yeah, are you sitting? didn't like, really make see, sense. It didn't really make sense. It didn't seem realistic. I thought he's trying to keep everybody happy. And then I'm reading the, the quote from this morning. Enos said that this morning, Fizz told him that he was going to start. Oh, today? Yeah, that's I just read that on Twitter. Wow. But, like, you're allowed to change your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, true. You are. I mean, he, he's getting paid $18 million a year. It's not like he's some vet min guy, like, that's, you know, fighting for his career. This guy is on $18 million a year. He's already made $54 million the last three years. Like he's not—he's probably made in his career close to 100 million already. So he's not exactly like I, I'm all about his battle against Erdogan. That's fine. I'm good with that. Like, awesome dude. I don't feel bad for him when it comes to basketball because he's been sitting there all year throwing out passive aggressive BS on Twitter. Emotions, oh, yeah. This he and he's not been a team player. He's as soon as he gets the ball, he's just in the post. He's he's just like he'll set a, he'll set a screen right. He, does, he likes to set a screen, but not actually set the screen and immediately just run into the post. I legit yeah. saw a possession. I saw a possession this year, which I'll never forget. I, I think I, I'll try and find it if I still have a clip, and I'll tweet it out after this. 
He had a possession this year where Moutier was posting up. Cantor threw the ball into him from the perimeter, right? Because he was posting up. Throws the ball into Moutier. And then runs in right next to him to ask for the ball back for a post. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't care. I'm so done with this guy about how he's being – like, yo, if, if he's as good as he thinks he is, right? If he thinks he's as good as he thinks he is, how come 29 other NBA teams have zero interest in training for him? It's a fact. Yeah. Like, you suck, dude. I'm sorry. It's you're not fact. better than Mitch. Like, you're not better. Like, if Mitch could just stop fouling, you would never play, first of all. You just would yeah, never play. That's true. Uh, you're not better than even like Vonley's little six nine shrimp butt getting kicked kicked around at the five. You're probably not even better than Cornette at the five. Yeah. So like, what are you? You're a nothing player. He's just, he's just not impacting. He's just not impacting the game the way this game is played these days, man. He just doesn't have that positive impact on the game. Um, but it is what it is, man. I, I'd like to see this thing get cleaned up. I, I thought after the Noah thing, we were done dealing with all this drama. Um, but but he's the last one, man. He's the last yeah. one. All right, one more call before we get to the player ratings. Rock from ATL, he wants to talk about the effort of the team in the last couple of days. Rock, how you feeling, bro? Fellas, I'm good. How's everybody? Pretty good, man. What's, what's your takes on tonight's game? Um, I thought the effort was good. I thought they played hard, especially in the first half. And then I saw I I saw that third quarter slip coming, especially because it was still so close. Yeah. At the end of the half, but they fought back, and it was it was an encouraging game to watch. And I know a lot of people are giving that Moutier hate, which is normal. But um, if you look at the last few plays, if it wasn't for Moutier driving and getting fouled and going to the line, he gave us the lead. Yeah, he had bonehead turnovers, just like everybody else. Yeah, seven turnovers on the night. Exactly. You know what I mean? But my thing is, look at Tim Hardaway with that defensive play when we were up. You you guarding James Harden with your back to the man with the ball. (laughs) Eric Gordon (laughs) shoots the ball instead of you switching and just turning and putting a hand up. And then so that way you can play the the, the man with the ball. You got to, you don't even know whether he's driving or shooting or not. So I felt like it was it, it was a dumb play. But then when with the last play when we're down by two, I know uh Trini was saying that you can't about Moutier on that play, him throwing the ball in. Number one, Fizz was not out there at that time. He had already gotten ejected. So with that, even the play before when Tim had the bonehead play when he didn't turn around, Fizz had already gotten ejected. So that's why Frank wasn't out there. Smart was coaching at that point. But I felt like once you threw the ball in, that is up to Noah Vonley not to dribble the ball. Yeah. That is not that your was job a big at mistake. That, point. that was a big mistake that he made. You have to hold the ball. Yeah, wait for the guard to come get the ball yeah. and then use the nine seconds. Yeah. Once you dribbled, yeah. you put you, you made yourself vulnerable. Yep. And they and saw I, it. I, I they they saw right. the blood and they took the they ripped them right away. Right. I look, exactly. I agree with that. But my my, 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 my my point with that though was that Moutier should have never put him in that position. Like, like even if you're gonna throw the ball to Vonley there, you know you can throw it in the backcourt. So just throw it in the backcourt. That way he's not crowded. Like yeah. he threw it to him basically in a corner. Mm-hmm. Right? Threw it to him in a corner, 
And yeah, I agree with you, Vonley. Vonley messed up. Like, I'm not putting it all on Moutier. That's wrong. For if I was, if I suggested that, I was wrong to suggest that. I wasn't trying to do that. But like to me, he has to take the majority of the blame there because you expect your point guard, your primary ball handler, the guy that is inbounding the ball there, to like he's inbounding the ball because you expect him to make the high IQ decision. And like he did not make the high IQ decision. So everything just rolls downhill. But you that. can't. So like I, I, I agree I agree I agree with you though. Vonley deserves a lot of blame too. Okay. Go ahead, Rock. But my thing is you can't throw the ball to where the player doesn't run. Noah Vonley didn't run to the backcourt. He stood right there. You only yeah. have five seconds. If he doesn't there, run there was back ten there, seconds though. There was ten throw the ball back there. No, I'm talking five about five second inbound. Yeah. Yeah, five, six, oh, okay, 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 okay. I got you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? If Noah Vonley doesn't run back there, yeah, he can't throw it back there. He has that's to fair. get the ball in. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I'm saying? That's so fair. my thing is, if that's a that's a IQ as a whole. Yeah. If nobody runs back there. That's the coaches on down to the players. Yeah. He yeah. can't. He can't throw it back there. At that point, he's helpless because he can only throw the ball where a wide open player is. And I just felt that's like. Keith Smart didn't draw up a good play, and that's yeah. what happened. And I, it was a good effort. You appreciate the effort, especially as a Knicks fan. But there was a lot of bonehead plays. And I love Nick's, uh, uh, Frank Milikina's effort, mm-hmm. but I would rather trade for um, Dennis Smith Jr. Than, and, and then try to grab someone else and then, then go for a, another point guard. I feel like in the draft, with the with the talent that's in the draft, and I'm about to end because I know you guys got a lot of calls. Yep. But with the talent that's in the draft, try to trade for a point guard, and then get more talent through the draft rather than give use a a, a, a pick for a point guard right now. I just mm. don't see. I think John Moran is a good point guard, but I don't. I I got to see if he's. J- I don't know. Jails, where 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 are you at on that? Appreciate the call, Rock. Everybody knows I don't like Dennis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want him. Like, I think, um, I think, a, I think somebody else kind of uh, illustrated that point perfectly for me. Is like the type, the point guards that there are. I, I know, like, to me, he projects to be a lead point guard, but he's not that lead point guard. Is going to organize people and get to the right places and get and actually pass. So, I, I want my point guards to, to pass. Who's going to be like a lead point guard? So, like, I, like, I'm. For me, like literally, I've seen a John Morant. I think he'll be dope as a point guard because I actually like his vision. Mm-hmm. His vision, and and I think he will be able to actually run, run the offense and get people easy shots. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm higher on Morant Bash. than Dennis Smith Jr. Shwini, where are you at on on the DSJ hype? I am not interested in any player who, in a second year of his career. Leaves the team because of trade rumors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. Stay yeah, far man. away from this kid. I've been telling people it's buyer's remorse. You can, get away, you can get away with that in Dallas. That's not going to fly in New York. That's not going to fly, man. You the, compare the way how Frank handled being in trade rumors. Now Dennis Smith, and not just trade rumors, getting DNP, CD, like all that stuff. Compare that to Dennis Smith Jr. Like, nah, I'm good. I. Mm-hmm. I don't care if he's a better player. Or he, better he, I don't see him succeeding yeah. here. I just don't. I think this is this is not the place for him, man. This is not the people, place for him. People say all the time Frank's not built for this. Maybe he's not built for. It. I don't know. 
But I know sure as hell that if you're that much in your feelings because you were floated in trade rumors, yeah. you're not. It's not a good sign. You're not, you're not built for this. You're mm-hmm. definitely not. Not a good sign, man. All right, before we get to the player ratings, I know we got some more people on the on the phones. We're going to get to those people as well. I see Ernesto in there. I see Delano in there. Uh, I see Medina in there. We're going to get to you guys as well. Shout out everybody in the chat on this post-game live Wednesday night. Knicks. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. CP from the Knicks Fan TV. My man JL's from the Nick of Time shows in the building. My man Schwinney from Posting and Toasting is in the building. Just recapping this 114 to 110 diabolical loss at the Garden. <laughs> James Harden dropped 61 on the Knicks tank. But um, the, the Knicks led by Isozo with 31 points of his own. Uh, fought, fought admirably to, to the end. So we're just recapping that. Took a lot of calls. Shout out to everybody that called in. And, um, yeah, man. Yeah, Shwini, go ahead, man. You, you got to uh, take a break. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, I'll be right back. Yeah. All right, Jels. Let's, uh, let, let's run these player ratings real quick, and then, then we'll get to the rest of the calls, man. Um, Jeez, player ratings are rough today. Let's see. <laughs> well, I, I mean, obviously, you know, ISO, ISO definitely. Yeah, well, yeah, ISO stand out. ISO. Yeah, what, what else are <laughs> you thinking here? What else are you thinking here? Besides um, ISO. Uh, yeah, Timmy with 21, 6 to 16, shooting minus 12 on the night. Mm, yeah. <laughs> this exactly. is tough, man. Exactly. You know what? You know where I would go? I would go. I'm, I'm, okay. I would go ISO. Jeez. Yeah, 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 uh-huh, yeah. I, I like Mitch's game. I like I yeah, like yeah, what Mitch did out there. That, that's what I'm thinking too. I'm thinking Mitch. <laughs> I, I like I like what Mitch did out there. Shout out to Mitch. Twelve points, um, couple blocks. I would say ISO one, Mitch two. I guess you can go Timmy. You know, you can go Timmy two or three with, right. with twenty one points. Twenty one points. You know, shooting shooting percentage was terrible, but um, four dimes. No, sorry, four rebounds. Yeah, I think I, w- I would go. Uh, I think I would go. Iso, Timmy, and Mitch tonight would be my three. My three standouts. What do you guys think in the chat, man? What do, What do you? Who are your three standouts from tonight's game? Ah, where, where are you going with this, Jails? I'm yo. I'm going back and forth for that third one, dog. I'm going and like, am I going Mitch or Frank, yo? I know yeah. he had zero points, but it was just like that that comeback. Ingo Dot, but hmm. I'm gonna go ISO for sure one. Yeah, that's the easy one. Mitch two. Ah man, Tim did great in the first half. Yeah, he had a good first half. Frank brought us back within two. <clears throat> I'm gonna go. Screw it. I'm gonna go Frank. Tim, Frank, and Mitch. The only zero point. The only zero point. <laughs> yeah. This, this zero point three. This zero point uh, three star of the night goes to Frank. <laughs> Schwinny, who who your, uh, I guess your three notables in, in tonight's loss here. Uh, Trier, Frank, Mitch. Yeah, that, Mitch. that's what I said. I said Trier. No, I said, I said Trier, Timmy, Mitch. That's what I went. I want to treat Timmy Mitch. But I, I thought Frank was definitely up there. Fourth quarter. Say that again? That Tim can kick rocks after that fourth quarter. Yeah, fourth quarter was ugly. Was, fourth quarter was, was ugly. Shooting percentage was off. 
Now, forget that that last possession. I'm happy that last call brought it up because he was supposed to switch. Even they were saying like he, he was definitely supposed to switch on that. True, yeah. definitely supposed to switch. Didn't switch. I don't even know. I think he was defending like I don't. Even, I honestly don't even remember who was screening. I don't. You know, it doesn't matter. He was supposed to switch. Gordon just got to step in wide open three. Like I knew that that was money as soon as it left his hand. I was like, all right, well, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, Tim, Tim was had his moments, but. That play, nah, you get to kick rocks after that. Yeah. You know, I, I understand keeping the ball out of Hardest hand, but it was like a little bit too – he overplayed it a little bit too much. Yeah, if Trier's going to switch right there, just, that's fine. Like, yeah. you just don't want to give up – you don't want to give up a three there for sure. That's what you don't want to do. That's a fact. A wide open three, not just a three. A wide open three. Like, I know you want to get the ball out of Hardest hands, but it's not, let's not act like Gordon hasn't been hitting threes his whole career. <laughs> like, yeah, man. That, like, I mean, no, let's act like he's on a scout report. You know what I'm saying? Like, know your personnel. Yeah, that 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 one was a tough, tough one, man. Tough, tough possession to watch, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, Tim 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 Hardaway Jr.'s fourth quarter defense. Whew. <laughs> For a fourth quarter, everything, man. For he's, he's the fourth. He's the fourth quarter turnover. Yeah, chucking the turnovers and the defense. Do you remember that possession? Where yeah. he, or I think it was in the third quarter, though, but there was that one possession where he kept trying to take, like, Gordon off the dribble and Gordon kept poking it away from him. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, just stop. Every game this season. I was like, yo, please stop. Please stop right now. Please stop. That's every game this season, man. He, he needs to stick to one dribble moves, dog. Yeah. One, well, one to two dribble or drive to the cup. You know, like that's you know that's we need another like that's what we need another high usage player because like yeah. right now everybody's playing yeah. like one or two levels above where they should ideally be. Yeah, Other than the bench guys right now, the bench guys are like I, I I'm actually I will like as much as we've crapped on Fizz for a lot of things, I do like him kind of settling on this bench rotation the last two or three games where it's like yeah these guys like I I like. The Trier, Dot, Frank, yeah, Mitch. Mitch. I like those four together. That's yeah. that's a good four. We, we got a little sprinkle of Lance in there instead of Mario. Yeah. They they said on the on the telecast they were going for Lance's leadership in this situation against Harden. <laughs> they said they wanted Lance out there to help to help to help man the I mean, fort. He leads a better prayer, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah probably <laughs> a better locker room prayer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Oh well, Lance Thomas uh, minus nineteen. Oh uh, Jesus, lowest plus minus on a team. That was in like oh, fourteen minutes or something. Yeah, so he led us. To, he led that, us to something. That's that's the captain, baby. That's what we want from our captain, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm gonna be fair and say he hasn't played in like sixty-seven games, though. So. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> for man. good reason. For good reason. Oh my god! Yo, there was one play in the first quarter. Knox threw it to him like right under the hoop, and he. Yes, he, yes. Like hit the under, there. hit the bottom yeah. of the rim. Oh, yeah, that was Twice, oh, oh. twice. Yo, that was, yeah, that was really painful to watch. Like, oh, my God, man. Bad News Bears, bro. The leader of the Bad News Bears. All right, let's go. Let's get back to the phones. We got a couple more calls left, and, um, and, and we'll wrap it up. Ernesto from Miami wants to talk about the importance of maxing out the cap space this offseason. Ernesto, what's your takes on this, man? Explain. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good. How you feeling, bro? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Um, I wanted to talk about, yeah, the, the importance of 
maxing out the, the salary cap that okay. we're going to have before extending KP. Okay. How do you feel I mean, about that's, that? That's what it's all about. Even because look, even though let's say, even though if we miss out on all the free agent targets that we want, that we want, for example, we still need to spend the money, and we still why? And it's still a good idea to get at, at because um, if we if we just use the existing salary cap that we have just to resign KP, that limits that limits what we can do in the future. So we have to max out. Let's say. Let's say I'm going to give you a round number. Let's say we have 20 million mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. in salary cap. That's what we have before we before we resign KP. Well, we need to maximize that. We need to completely uh, uh, completely max max that out. Even if it, if it's one two players, even if it's for one single player, it doesn't matter. If it's a, even if it's a bad contract on a a player on a one year deal, because then. You can resign Porzingis after that, and go over the salary cap, and that that means, let's say you do a one-year, twenty million dollar deal on one player. Let's say I'm gonna throw it out there just out of the blue. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, one-year contract, twenty million. Well, we give him twenty million this summer, and then we resign Porzingis. What happens then? We we already signed Porzingis to a max deal, and then next summer we have another twenty million of of free, of free space. If we do it the other way around and we don't max, max up the salary cap, we lose out on that money. We lose about a, 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 we lose about fifteen million in, in in cap space. That's why Golden State is at like a, a almost a three hundred dollar million payroll because they have everybody bird rights and they they can manipulate the salary cap. Yeah. So when With Katie, when they when they have open cap space, what they do is. They re- they use their cap space to sign a free agent like Durant, and then they go over the cap to sign all their players that they own their bird rights to, and that's that's what the Knicks need to do. So it doesn't matter if we get the free agents that we want, or, or either we still have to one way or the other. We have to spend the money, but we have to spend it wisely. Now, I'm good on bad contracts if it's a one year deal. Jails Gambling. Other than that. Then you have to be smart about uh, how you on, on how you spend it because make no mistake about it. See, I'm on I'm on team tank. I want them to lose all they want, but that's mm-hmm. it. After this year, no more tanking because but we're on the clock. Meaning, KP is going to be on his first year. Whatever whatever if he signs a full whether it's a five year extension with the Knicks, whether it's uh, an offer sheet he signs that it's a four year deal. And he opts out after three, which I, that's what I think he's going to do. I think he's going to sign an offer sheet, a four-year deal with a, a with an opt-out after three. So the Knicks are going to be on the clock, meaning we're going to have to start getting better really quick, real fast, if we want to keep KP. All right. All right. So that, Shwini, I mean, way in here. What do, you, what do you think about uh, what Ernesto's saying here? Uh, I mean, I... I agree we should use our space this year. Um, I I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I'm not – I think we can be – we can progress our team forward without necessarily signing a max player. So, like, to me, I agree that we should use the space 100% this year. Um, and 
then like even if we don't trade Lee or Hardaway, we'd still have, I think, I off the top of my head, assuming we get like a top five pick, we'd have someone like twenty six, twenty nine million in space to use this summer. We should definitely use that space this summer. Uh can you bring in a good solid starting point guard? Can you potentially bring in another shooter or two mm-hmm. with that type of money? Um, if you can do those things, I think this team becomes meaningfully better. Yeah. But uh, so we should do that. And yeah. I 100% agree that, like, you know, uh, at some point, look, we've been awful for five years. Straight up awful. There's no getting around it. We've been mm-hmm. terrible for five years. Um, I don't know if I totally believe that KP's 100% going to sign a four-year contract, like an offer sheet. I think the guy is coming off an ACL and will probably prioritize locking in the most money he can more than yeah, got to. he would if he didn't. Um, though it's a possibility. It's a possibility he could sign an offer sheet with somebody. I can't totally dismiss that. Uh, anyways, my point is more that I do agree with Ernesto. It's imp- imperative that we use the cash base this summer. But you, let's use it wisely. Like, I don't want to do another thing where – like 2010 where we don't get LeBron and then our in, in, like immediate instinct is, Oh, let's max Amari. Like yeah. I don't want to, I no don't insurance want, and no anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want another one of those. Like if you can't get a max guy, that's one year deal. One year deal. JL, yeah. JL's what you think about this? You can do that. You can do that. Like sign. Like if you, if you want a veteran point guard, right. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to commit to somebody long-term, you can sign Rubio for like one year. Well, 15 no, months. I, I, I that. Well, let me get JL's opinion on this. JL, jump in. Yeah, you haven't been yeah, in in a minute. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. That's all good. And I don't really have nothing much to add to that. I, I, I agree with pretty much everything that's been said. I mean, it, it makes sense. We, we lose, we kind of really lose money if we don't go right up with the cat, especially if, if it's only a one-year, two-year deal. A one-year deal, then it, it's no money off our back. We can just clear it and re-sign as we see fit. And, um, yeah, like and like, I, like Sweeney said, like, I'm, I'm all for – I'm all for, like um, – a good point guard coming in. I feel like that's our biggest need anyway. Like uh, somebody like Rubio or whoever to come in and do this thing for one year and then regroup later. I'm down for that. Yeah, interesting point. Interesting point, Onesto. And appreciate the call, man. It's an interesting take. Yeah. Um. One, yeah. One. Yeah. One quick. One. one yeah. Go ahead. One last point. point. Go ahead. Yeah, I think. Uh, I, I think. Yeah. I mean, point guard is our. our uh, that's our best need, mm-hmm. and it's what's going to make us better really quick. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think Frank has the potential to be our, our our point guard, but he's not there yet. But on a championship team, at least Frank has the potential to be a backup on a championship team. I can see him being that guy. Um, but we do need a starting point guard. And yeah. I think uh, Kemba Walker's the way to go. I mean... Mm. Ernesto's in the in, in the Kemba bag. Okay. Would you would you would you max Kemba? Because I think that's what it would take. You're gonna have to max out Kemba Walker every dime that you have. Every every dime available to him. Charlotte's definitely giving him a max. They're definitely MJ's gonna bring him back, absolutely. Yep. MJ probably bet on that shit. He called his bookie like I bet you I could sign Kemba Walker, bro. How much you want to bet? Bet me on that. No roll. <laughs> bet me on that. I don't. That's still appreciate you, bro. It's a good call. Ernesto wants Kemba. Kemba's having a good year, man. De- deservedly so. All right, next call goes to Medina from Jersey. 
wants to talk about the game and free agency. Medina, how you feeling, bro? What's up, guys? When I came across um, your YouTube page, I was searching for you know Nick highlights. So, um, appreciate that you guys do this. Hey, man, um, you came you work. came to the right place, bro. I hope you subscribe to the channels. Not just mm-hmm. Knicks Fan TV, not just the Nick of Time show, but I hope you also reader of uh, posting and toasting Medina. This is this is it, man. <laughs> Don't get no better I than this. You got the Frazier uh, posting and toasting. <laughs> what you gonna call it? Yeah, but um, quick point is, yo, what's the? You see that um, highlight with the uh, Hardaway and Trier? You see that that's booing right there, right? You know that's not gonna end well. Nah, I don't don't think so, man. I don't think so. Dudes in the league will tell you they get into it all the time in practice, you know, in games. Listen, Michael Jordan used to slap players across the face. He he, he knocked Steve Kerr's teeth out, man. Yeah. It's all all love, you know? I don't think it... I don't think it... I don't don't know, I mean, you might feel like, yo, I don't know, I see something there. Maybe maybe I'm just overreacting about it. But second point, yo, a lot of players see what Kander, you know, is going through right now. And players see that. They're like, yo, that's how they treat players. In New York, this is the second player that's coming out, uh, you know, being dysfunctional already with the organization and with players. You know, players don't want to come to that. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. Nobody thinks that Cantor crying about his minutes in a contract here is about dysfunction. That's about Cantor prioritizing his money over anything else. Like, Cantor can – no, that's – We didn't force him here. I'm not, I'm not, and, and you know what, and if you're talking about Mello, look at what Mello's doing right now. Like, Mello, Mello, Mello can cry all about how we treated him wrong. You know? All I know is that man took the money at every turn, they don't problem taking the money, and then he left and said that he was going to prove every, all the doubters wrong, and what did he prove? He proved all of us right. So, you know, like, I, I'm fine with people saying the Knicks are dysfunctional and whatever, blah, 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 yeah. but like... Sure as hell is not because Ennis Cantor didn't play against the Houston Rockets. Tonight. Listen, we didn't yeah. force him. Go ahead, JLs, but we didn't force him into the situation. This is what he wanted. This is what he wanted. Yeah, he opted in. He opted in. Nobody forced him. He wanted the money. He knew he couldn't get that money from anywhere else, so he took the money. I mean, I mean it's, ahead, to, me right now, to me right now, it seems like Fizz has more of a reputation as a player's coach than a coach that runs through the wrong way. I mean, he's kind of like, you know, two two losses and like, 105 wins. Like, if you ask all these players around the league, would you want to play for Fizz? Most of them would say yes. So I'm not really going to worry about Enos Cantor too much. You know what I'm saying? You have LeBron James backing you up. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, if we, if we piss off Ennis, we probably increase our chances of signing Kevin Durant. <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> Yo, Medina, appreciate the call, man. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, man. Definitely, uh, I'm, I'm glad you found our show, man. Word. All right, Medina was speechless. He was speechless over that. Yeah, 104 subscribers left to a thousand. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you, you, oh, you got a hundred left to a thousand? Yeah, just about 104. We man. got a hundred mm-hmm. subscribers left. Yeah. This is the Get J Ellis to a thousand subscribers telethon. This is just switch from post game live <laughs> to the J Ellis telethon. Go to the Nick of Time show. Subscribe, 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 and uh, yeah, man, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Share this video with your fellow Knicks fans. You just see Medina just found us. It's all because of you guys, man. This is how this is how we get more people in the chat. This is how we get more people on the phones. Um, so it's good, man. All right, so that was Medina. Two more calls. We got Raw Hebrew Remnant from the chat. Wants to talk about the game overall. How you feeling, bro? 
Hey, man. Always good to talk to you, fellas. You guys got a great show. I was wondering who that third cat was, and then when I saw posting and posting, I was like, oh, that's him. Yeah. I, like, I like reading his stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Like he's guy, he's man. pretty good. He's pretty good. I like reading his stuff, man. Absolutely. Um, real quick, I know y'all been talk- I've been watching y'all. Always good to watch your show. Um, the game was, I- I'm very happy with the game. I'm very happy with the guy. I know I, I want us to win, but I'm, I'm, I'm fully like on with the tank thing. I'm very happy with the game. So uh, I knew the tank was on when they put Hardaway and Moutier in the, at the end of the fourth quarter. So I was like, this tank is on. Cause they had, I'm glad they played the kids though. So they, like they started yeah. the fourth quarter with the five kids and, and I'm, and I'm liking that. Now I know y'all going to disagree with me, but I really think we set a point guard with Frank. I'm happy with Frank. I mean, when you think about this, First off, when y'all went through the players of the night, it's very simple. Just go to the plus minus because if you look at the plus minus, that shows you who's tonight especially. It doesn't always show, but tonight it shows who was really playing. And, and the guys that were plus was Frank, Mitch, Dot, Dotson, yeah. Trier. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, so that that that's that's those those your guys. So and, and I don't know why everybody thinks that somebody's got to score in order to be effective on the court. Frank is a perfect example of a guy that can control the game. He's eventually going to be one of these guys. He's going to control the game without even having to score a lot. He's going to be that kind of guy. And first off, I don't understand why, and please, maybe you guys can explain to me. Moutier has started at point guard for the New York Knicks more than 44 games. When he came into the league, he was a high turnover guy that didn't play defense and had a low basketball IQ. He's still a high turnover guy that doesn't play defense and has a low basketball IQ. And they've he, committed he, to he starting him for the rest of the much. year. And, and, and not only that, yeah, I see that. And, I, and not only that, but he does not set up the teammate. I, I, I'm, not saying per, I'm not saying anything personal against the kid's character. I know he's trying hard. But I'm just saying he doesn't set up his team. The only time he's effective is when he, isol- he isolates himself and goes to the basket. And if he doesn't turn it over, then something good might happen. But usually he turns it over. So, But Frank is more under control. And, and Moutier, this is his fourth year. Frank has only started at the point guard spot for five games yeah for the whole year and a half he's been a team he's only started at his natural position for five games i'm saying this if you want to judge the kid let's let him start at the point for like 20 games 25 games if he stink after that okay but i don't think you can judge him unless you've given him that shot and you no but they haven't yet so i'm saying i from what i'm seeing from what i see with this kid i think He's the answer. I can understand why somebody will, but we just impatient. If we just wait, KP is 23. So you bring KP in next year, he's 24. Frank is 21. Let them guys play together for a year. And and this thing with John Morant, I'm not saying John Morant is not good, but, you know, we tend to think because some kid is dunking on who gives a crap state that he's going to come in in the NBA and dominate. Um, he's going to take two or three years to develop himself. I mean, he, you know, he's got talent, but we've already invested time in Frank, and I'm thinking he's he's really the answer. I'm thinking, what do y'all think? I like I like the idea of getting either a Tobias Harris or a Rozier. I don't think we can get both of them because we have to get rid of both Lee and Hardaway. We can't get both of those guys unless we get rid of both Lee and Hardaway. But I'm thinking, at the, I'm thinking we can get Rozier between like twenty and twenty-two million a year which won't kill all our cap space, 
And I'm thinking we can we can probably if we do that we might be able to re-sign Von Lee. But if we need to get rid of Von Lee to get Timmy Hardaway out of here with his contract, I'm all for that. But I'm just saying I think one of those two guys because if you want to bring in a veteran guy like Rozier is not like I mean what is he like 25? He's not a real like veteran veteran guy, but he's been in big spots obviously. And so I'm thinking he's got he's got the heart to play. He's, he's not a dumb player. He's a high yeah. IQ guy. Um, I like him. I like him, but I, I don't think we should dump on Frank like that because um, if you just wait another year and give the boy a chance, like he has, to me, he hasn't gotten a full chance. You can't say you can't keep yanking him back and forth, and then when he goes over for seven, but he's plus eight, he stinks. Whereas Rudy got seven turnovers, and people talk about what he scored. I mean, come on. I mean, mm. whenever I, I want to know Tur- some stats. Tur- if if Rudy scores shot. over twenty, how many games? How many games have we won when Moutier scored over 20? That's what I want to know. Because, And how many games have we won when Frank's played over 30 minutes? I, I, w- I would like to see those stats because I think those would be telling. I, my, I think I those would be telling. Well, anyway, I don't want to keep that. I appreciate you, bro. Go ahead, Sweeney. I agree with you because, like, to me, I, I've always thought this. I think turnovers are worse than way worse than missed shots. Because on a missed shot, what happens on a missed shot? You can get an offensive rebound. You can get an offensive rebound. Get on, the on a turnover, there's nothing good that comes from a turnover. You either just threw the ball out of bounds so the other team gets the ball, or it's a live ball turnover and they end a fast break either way. And, like, how many of his possessions today, seconds. How many possessions of his today ended in, in you know, points of the way? I, I have no idea, but, like, I know that that garbage turnover, he had, like, two garbage turnovers at the end of the game that ended in, you know, the Rockets getting points either way. Yeah. So, like, it's just... It's I agree I agree, and I agree with him. Like he didn't Frank hasn't gotten a legit he got I, I actually think it was nine games, not five, but like either way, nine games. And then he had they had one horrible quarter against and you know, then that entire starting lineup has never actually played since then. So and that's our only that's been our only plus starting lineup. Yeah. So, you know, like I think we were three and six that starting lineup with every other starting lineup where let me just do this back real quick. We're mm-hmm. seven and thirty, so I would say that maybe that lineup was better than every other lineup. I don't know, but they didn't get a fair shot. I'll say that. Nah, definitely didn't. It, it is interesting to, to see how you know this organization has uh, prioritized Moutier over Frank. I was with Raw Hebrew Remnant. I was earlier this year. I was saying, you know, why not put Frank out there and just see what's happening? Um, but at the same time. I don't know. You know, I, I kind of do see why they wanted to see so, what Moutier and, and uh, Moutier could bring to the table um, in terms of maybe a, a backup plan C, plan D option in free agency. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see, man. Um, next call, Delano. Delano, last call of the night, man. How you feeling, bro? Yo, what's going on? Hey, listen, I'm depressed. Uh, I'm not even alive. I'm depressed. <laughs> what happened, man? Here's my thing. Yeah, I don't mind the I don't mind the losing if we got a plan. I don't mind the losing with direction. Mm-hmm. What I do mind is when you got players that got comments and words of, you know, I, I want to do something special in the garden. That's the players we need to shut down. That's the players we need to, that we need to uh, show them. Yo, you can't do that and not in my house. Yeah. Where's the pride at? You know what I'm saying? Where's yeah, the pride? I, I think they how tried, say, man. How you cool is a beast. He's cooking everybody, though. Yeah, Delano, what you want him to do? 
No, 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 don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying, like, okay, you know, again, because uh, that, that's another argument for another day. Because I'm telling you, the Harden get away with too much. Yes. I don't know if he got naked pics of every ref or something like that <laughs> or what. But he do he do way too much, and it's blatant, and it's in your face, and it's like, how do you not call this? You right. know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, that, like I said, that's an argument for another day. Because mm-hmm. I tell you now, you take away about half of the stuff that he does, he not scoring all them points. You know what I mean? But um, anyway, yeah, I just wanted to say, like, for, for me, I'm not mad at the fact that, again, if we lost the game, okay, we lost the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like I said, players like that, when they got something to say, we need to shut that down. We need to let them know this is our house. You coming in here, you're going to respect us one way or the other. Still, you know what I'm saying? Waiting, and, um, you know what I'm saying? So I feel at the end of the day, you know, yeah, we should have won that game. And we should have came out like we wanted to win that game. And that's why, I like, you know, Tria did his thing. Proud of Tria for that. Um, the last play of the game, uh, you know, again, I'm more mad at the rest of the Knicks on the, t- on the floor. Everybody wants to sit there and talk about why why Frank ain't on the floor. Why don't we put the why don't we put the blame on the players that's on the floor? Why didn't y'all play defense? You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we can't put everything on what when Frank was there. So what if Frank ain't there? If Frank is hurt, then what we gonna say? Well, if Frank can go get out there on crutches, <laughs> yo, we need to put the we need to put the blame on the players on the floor. Watch him Hardaway and guard his man. Watch Rhea ran under that uh, screen instead of going over it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what we need to be saying. Not sitting and saying, well, the Frank was in the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the end of the day, Frank is, and the last caller bugged me out. How you contradict yourself from a Frank is the answer, but your, but your suggestion is, can we get Terry Rozier? Is Frank the answer or is Terry Rozier the answer? Because if we Terry, if Terry Rozier, Terry Rozier want to start. You see what I'm saying? He's already well, made yeah. that public. I yeah, want to start. So why am I going to sit there? You know what I mean? So how are you going to sit there and say in one sentence, mm-hmm. no, we need to get rid of Moutier and put Frank in. And we don't want to get John Morant because we feel like, you know what I'm saying, he's just a highlight reel. But you'll probably go for Zion Williamson in the draft and, and oh, can we uh, find a way to get uh, Terry Rose here? Yeah. Like, no, nah, you can't do that. It, my thing, and, and I know you disagree because I heard it earlier. I would make a strong offer well, one of our albatross contracts for Mike Conley Jr. And the reason I say that yeah. is because the one thing that Frank, that, that Conley Jr. is, is a floor general. And that's something we don't have. Everybody looking for a point guard. What we need is a floor general. And there's a difference. Everybody be out here talking about a point guard and all that stuff. You need to specify what kind of point guard you're looking for. We need a leader, a floor general, a veteran, somebody can get the job done. The problem with him is that vet, his yeah. team is, stro- is, is trash. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got two of the you got two of the last grit and grind type of players on a team that's learning how to play finesse. So how do they fit into a plan where you got a completely different yeah. style from what you had before? They got to destroy. That's not on him. Go ahead, Jails. Mike Conley makes 30, 30 mil, like thirty. That's a crazy contract, that's, that's, though. That's, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of money, but that's what I'm saying. We got to get rid of these albatross contracts. As well, because despite what, you know, again, even though he's cheaper than Hardaway Jr., at least we know that Conley Jr. is more effective on the floor than Tim Hardaway Jr. is. Yeah, but we, we, can't, be giving, we can't be getting old players here who was always injured for 30-plus 30, 30 
uh, dollars. And, and that's the like, only that's the only knock like, on him. That's the nah, only knock is his injury. Huge, but I don't even put knock. the contract yeah, on on him. That's more on the on the fact that Memphis was trying to make sure that they locked right. in their players because they wanted to keep. You know right. what I'm saying? That's not that's not Mike Conley Jr.'s fault. I can't yeah. blame him for that contract. I'm not either. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. <laughs> Shoot, like guy, this. We need a floor general. Who, however, we get one, we need a floor general. Not just any point guard. Not just a defensive specialist. Yeah, we need not just some three points, but we need a floor general. And everybody sitting here talking all that stuff about tanking. Where's y'all pride at? When did we start? When do we think it's okay to lose without just to lose? You know what I'm saying? Y'all got more pride in sitting there saying we better than the Brooklyn Nets, and they <laughs> and they not they in the playoffs and we not. Don't you know what I'm saying? Don't talk to me about not being a fan. I'm a fan for real. If we, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool with losing if we got purpose. But some games we need to go out there and show that we 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 ain't just we ain't nobody's doormat. That's true. That's true. Delano with his two cents. Appreciate the call, Delano. Go ahead, Sweeney. Uh, wrap it up for us. No doubt. What? I agree. I agree. Like, I, I've said that for a long time. I I don't like that. I think there are nights that we just need to put somebody on their ass because there are too many nights that people come into the garden and they're like, tonight's my career night. I'm, I'm gonna yeah, I was I was scared when he said that shit, man. And, like, whatever. I mean, whatever. I, 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 I Tonight, I, I thought they actually – I thought they – they played like they, they they gave. Oh yeah, they, they gave they gave it their effort, own. Man. Wasn't the, like I mean, you can say like yeah, well, Harden put up sixty one. He did put up sixty one. No one can deny that. But like, I didn't think it was like they just. I mean, it was a four point game. Yeah, yeah. It, like, over. it yeah. came down like it wasn't like they just let the Rockets do whatever. Like it was a it was a tight game. Um. Uh, with regards to yeah, I, I agree with him also about yeah, we need a floor general. Do I think that like. If I could just trade Courtney Lee and Tim Hardaway Jr. for Mike Conley, I would just do it. Yeah, yeah I would. But like, I don't think that we can just nah. Yeah, like, I don't think I so. And so, you got to really think about like, are you willing to take in Mike Conley and cut in basically into all of or most of your cap space, and like that's basically your summer. That's like a Mari. That's not Mari all over again, though. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's different because it's yeah. only two years left. But like, still, it's. That's it. That that's your team now for two years. Is yeah, but he can, he's not going to play twenty. No, play. I, I and I agree that that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like yeah. are, are you, is that worth it? Like I don't think it's worth it. That's uh-huh. why like I, I don't know. I, I I get I agree with what he is saying. I don't think Conley is the guy. I don't know who's the right. guy, but like you know we're, we don't make millions yeah. of dollars. We don't get we don't get paid to make decisions for like we just get not paid to talk shit about them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We just don't get paid to talk. But, um, yeah, man, with, with that being said, I think this is a perfect segue to wrap it up. My man, J.L.'s right. can't even keep his eyes open. Yo, uh, Schwinny's, I'm faded. Schwinny's <laughs> faded. It was a good talk, though. I mean, listen, uh, you know, at the very least, if we're not going to win the game, you at least ask for games like this, and we get a lot of conversation going. So, shout out to everybody that called in. Oh. Shout out to everybody that weighed in on the chat. Go ahead, J.L.'s. Yeah, let me, sh- let me shout out to the new subscribers. Yeah. Really, uh, cross fly paper, what up? Thanks for joining, joining uh, KOT. Uh, Mark Swift as well, and Sang Freud nine twenty nine. Uh, thanks for joining. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I also see um, Jamie Lee ten in your chat was asking, is there a way for overseas callers to weigh in? I'm gonna get that figured out. I'm gonna get that figured out. Uh, I want to get some of you guys from overseas in here connected, whether it's through Discord or Skype or something. 
Um, I'm going to figure that part out. Figure that part out and get some international people in here. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, All right, Jay, let's get get and uh, promote your stuff for while we uh, wrap up, man. Cool podcast has dropped today. Definitely check that out. It's on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. I'm on Spotify now. Uh, Yes, sir. Yeah. Stitcher, I'm I'm on a bunch of places. I'm all over the place, so definitely check that out. Um. Also, check out all the social medias that just popped up on the screen right there. Uh, the KOT Show on Instagram. Uh, the Nigga Time Show on... I mean, the KOT, she, the, the, the KOT Show on Twitter. I'm sorry. Yeah. The Nigga Time Show on Instagram and the Nigga Time Podcast on Facebook. So, check that out as well. And also, be sure to cop my merch. I have no merch for me right now, but you know what it is. I'm about to, I'm about to have some support Zingod. Um knitted caps and definitely get the hoodies. This is real hoodie season right now. It's hoodie season, season, man. This is Yo, lay, layer up. Definitely get your definitely get your hoodies for Zing God. I got Knox hoodies, Frank hoodies. Ron Baker hoodies are still still out there popping. Alright, all right. Which Wichita loves Ron. Wichita, Ron, Ron Baker got traded, and then people was like, Yo, give me that Ron too. Absolutely, man. It's absolutely. cold now to get the Ron hoodie. Factuals, man. Uh, Schwinny, where can the people find you at? Uh, you can find me at Schwinny Poo uh, with an H at the end, not like Poo. Uh, <laughs> at the uh, at, at, on Twitter, and then uh, I also write on posting and toasting. Uh, I will probably have the, I will have the recap of the game up at some point tomorrow. So if you want to hear more of my uh, diatribes in much more colorful language, you can read that tomorrow. Yeah, man. Shwini, appreciate the time, man. Definitely appreciate it. Yeah, Yeah, man. And, uh, yo, everybody that came in tonight, shout out to everybody that came through. We had almost, I think we had almost 300 people in the chat tonight. So, obviously, when you get close games like this, when you get, you know, wins like, you know, some wins like we got, the 10 wins that we have, you know, you get a lot of people in the chat. So, shout out to everybody that came in. Shout out to all the new watchers. Uh, Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Definitely subscribe to the channel. This show is available in podcast form. If audio's easier for you when you're at work and stuff the next day, it's under Knicks Fan TV on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher. So if you if you're better with the audio, you can check out the show on the Knicks Fan TV um, on those platforms. The merch is also open. We got the Knicks Fan TV logo shirt. We got the Mitch Please T-shirt. We got the. Uh, the Young Core T-shirt also on Teespring, so that video link that link is in the video description. So if you guys are interested in the merch, definitely hit that link and copy your tees. We got hoodies available too. We got phone cases available too. You know what I mean? The flagship logo phone case. So merchandise store is definitely rounding into shape. And uh, yeah, man, shout out to everybody for once again coming through. Keith Sinclair, G above the rim, D Grant. Uh, Matt B, everybody on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope. Thanks for watching. And uh, yeah, man, we got we'll see, big game Friday night battle of the boroughs. We can't let these nets embarrass us. We got to go into Brooklyn and make a statement. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we show out to uh, show out for that game, man. Yeah, man. All right, Schwinny JLs. I'll see you guys, man. Thanks again for your time. Thanks again, everybody, for watching, man. Peace. Nice.